Hey guys, welcome back to Weave 101 and today we have a fun topic that all of us are really excited for. We are going to talk about... Say... Bakuman! Bakuman! Ole! Bakuman! Exactly! And uh, this is something very close to our hearts. We've been we've read this a long time ago, I think. And we've been following it and rereading it ever since. And it's oh, yeah. really inspired <laughs> us a lot. So today we're going to talk about Bakuman. And for those of, you, those of you who don't know, Bakuman is made by the same guys who made Death Note. And it is so different from Death Note, you would not even believe yeah. that it's the same guys who made it. It's, yep. it's namely, amazing. Namely, Takeshi Obata and Tsugumi Oba. Yeah, and hmm. this is a very special manga and we shall explain why in as we go further. But I am going to tell you right now, we're going to be talking about the ending for sure. For Spoiler sure. alert, it has been years so I hope you read it or watch it. Both are And if you haven't, stop right now. Go read it. Binge read that shit and come back and listen to this. And and listen to our Death Note podcast so you know what type of stuff we're going to talk about, I guess. Yep. Okay, let's start, boys. When did we read Bakuman? Sid, why don't you go first? So I read Bakuman in two thousand, the end of 2011. Because we met in the beginning, right? When we used yeah. to go for Japanese class. Yeah. So, I think that's when... I, I never read manga before that, right? I just used to watch anime. Yeah. And you told me about... And I think I watched Death Note and then I read Death Note. And then you told me... And then, did you read Bakuman before me? I don't know. I think so. Or did we read it at the same time? I because... Think I, I think I read it before you because I, I was I remember talking to you about it. Yeah, you and then I was like, it. oh, a manga about a manga. That's interesting. I'll check it out. And then I just binge read that shit. I don't know how many days. That was an adventure, dude. One of my favorite mangas still now. No joke. Yeah, it's actually pretty short as mm. well. So you can binge yeah, read it. So exactly. If you guys don't want spoilers, you should go binge read it right away. Anyway, Ode. Yeah. What, where did you read Bakuman? I think I read Bakuman around 2014. Because you still... This was, I think, a couple of years after you started introduced me to manga, and one piece? You, you'd seen that I had gotten a deep interest in One Piece, and you're you're starting to suggest one by one to read me uh, read Bleach, Naruto, and all the more famous ones. But then you had suggested Bakuman, just to kind of get an idea of what the whole manga industry is all about, and kind of understand the <clears throat> the manga genre a bit more. So. Yeah, I think around 2014, 2015-ish. Did you hear that, guys? For every five recommendations I make, Audi reads one. That is what we shall take from that instead of 2014. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway. yeah. As long as the one was Bakuman, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was a good story. As out, of, uh, out of disappointment, disappointment, and disappointment, he read Bakuman, which was really good and not a disappointment. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, that's good. For those who like Naruto and Bleach, I'm just talking about the endings, nothing else. Don't worry, I still love those I think two, Bakuman still is one of the mangas with the best endings that left me totally satisfied. Yes, Bakuman has a good ending. My God, it is... Exactly. I'm, I'm not even going to get into Haikyuu right now because that's the only I think... thing I can think of. <laughs> Don't talk about Haikyuu yet. <laughs> I think compared to the manga and anime like we've watched and read over the years, I think good is an understatement. Bakuman has a great yeah, ending, true. I would say. That's yeah. true. But also, also, you have to... Even Death Note had a beautiful ending. So those guys really know how to write endings. Yeah. Anyway. They're geniuses. Before we, get, before we go off on a tangent, why do we like Bakuman? Sid, you start. So, the reason we like... So, before, like, 
Okay, I'm going to talk about when I first started reading Bakuman, like my first read, right? So yeah. the main reason I like Bakuman is because of how much like at that like the st- we read it in 2011, right? And yeah. when we read it, we were we were like in we were young. I won't say like young because we are still young, but you <laughs> I mean, understand. We were younger, like we were, yeah, we were much younger. Yeah, we were we were just starting out like college, you know. Yeah. And we still had like you know like the weekend do anything, let's do stuff. You remember we used to yeah. meet together and try to figure out what we're gonna make. We didn't care about the world and all. Yeah. And I think when you start reading Bakuman, it gives you that similar feeling of you know you versus the world. You can do whatever you want. You yeah. don't have to. You don't have to like. go with society and get a job and all you can just like try anything and succeed at it and i think at that stage we kept doing that you know yeah, especially because i think to add on to your point especially because uh, india has a very mm-hmm. similar social concept compared to japan mm-hmm. so we yeah, could relate exactly. to it a lot more than say somebody from the west yeah we could relate to it a lot like i think getting a getting a i'll go off on a small tangent i think like if we talk about getting a job right like yeah. you i think you know like even the thought of like working in a company makes me depressed you know yeah. i can't even do that that's why i haven't gotten like a proper job yet but don't be fooled still, sid is still an uh-huh. animator he still works <laughs> on projects he likes freelance he just can't work in an office yeah mm. so and india has the similar hierarchy to like japanese offices i think where until you have to, where you have to obey a boss and you know they're not as friendly it's more of like a hierarchical Thing, yeah and you can't I leave until your boss leaves you have to stay there even if your work is finished exactly and overtime and all and you yeah. know that since you have some exposure in the advertising industry you have a good idea about that bro yeah so because of that i think we resonated with the manga and the story a lot and we wanted to follow these characters in a way we wanted to like we wanted it for ourselves also yeah. as for the characters cuz i think we talk about it later but We can talk about this now. We started a manga. Remember, after reading Bakuman instantly. Yeah, I don't think we should tell them about that. It boosts their popularity too much. <laughs> no, they'll never see it. But we spent months and months like coming up with a proper story, and yeah. then I started drawing it. But it was shit, so you'll never see the light of day. But what did we, we actually... name it? I don't remember what we named it. I don't know, dude. I don't remember the name. But it was about the animal islands and all. I'm not gonna. Yeah, but Animal yeah. Islands. Was, I don't remember this. Okay, you do not. We shall tell you <laughs> in personal chat after this. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. Oh my word. god. We can't okay. reveal trade secrets. You know, it's our award-winning <laughs> yes, yes, manga. Yes. Yeah, the genius of our uh, our genius stories cannot be let out into yeah. the world. Just yeah. Yet. We we sent a copy to Oda. We're expecting serialization any day now. Yeah. <laughs> but I think that's why if, since we are going through that phase. and we are reading bakuman that time and that's we've already read, we were getting introduced to manga we actually learned what manga cars and the world of manga and how the whole industry works and everything was all about yeah cuz i think i at least was still trying to get into the creative field i think so were you so i think that also helped us a lot and i think we read it at the, i if i still read it i'm going to still love it but mm. i think us reading it at that stage in life at that point and how the story and the characters were i think that's the reason i like it the most yeah i think yeah, it was very influential at that time right yeah so exactly you, when we were younger we are more influenced by it to yeah. us i think i can speak for all of us that when when we were in school we didn't really like to focus on our studies that much and we were just influenced by uh, this thing cartoons and generally a lot of things that you know normal kids wouldn't Uh, wouldn't like we were we were very much into them and that's one of the reasons probably why yeah, not like other kids yeah not uh-huh. like the other kids but 
yeah right i mean the uh, the main characters also do the exact same thing they they won't satisfied with the fact that they were just going to study and go into us this thing into a mainstream line of work instead they wanted to do something out of the box and i think we've been also wanting to do something like that ever since we were kids as well and, and this... that is why this podcast got started mm. yep and yeah this manga is kind of runs on the same frequency with us which is also why we like it yeah i mean it, that's very understandable because it we are it's like we're living a life through the characters mm. we're not we're not just living the life that we could have gotten yeah yeah exactly <laughs> I, actually i think i think if we want to draw comics in india yeah yeah i think it's much easier than drawing comics in japan you know yeah like there they have a standard here we don't really have a standard as far as i know we don't have a standard and i think even though like if i talk about me like even if i'm not in that field i still feel like i relate to that in some way because mm. it's in the similar area yeah yeah that's true but i mean i mean animation and you're basically doing the next step of manga anyway yeah exactly yeah also just i think bakuman has a lot of ideal situations in it you know they mm-hmm. they have the ideal friendships they have the ideal relationships they have mm. the ideal work they have everything everything is just an idea it's a very utopian That's... manga sort yeah, of yeah exactly everything is perfect everything is nice even the trouble they have aren't really i'm pretty sure <laughs> there must be so many people who want to make manga in japan who are not able to afford food and are struggling really badly but it's in the crazy, manga it's yeah. all like oh we lost the <laughs> serialization we'll get another one it's not a problem <laughs> no but they were showing like the top of the top right in the manga yeah. they weren't showing cuz there even now there are so many mangakas like who like no one has even read their mangas or seen and they're like working hard every yeah. day no but they do they do touch stuff. up about how some mangas are not popular and those guys are still attempting to do it of course yeah so, you always yeah. trying i think if we talk about later about the mangakas cuz even they had their own journey where they yeah. suffered a lot but yeah, yeah. yeah i'm sure the the competitive spirit that is displayed throughout the whole manga is does happen in real life right yeah between it, it, i don't think it happens to the same extent though yeah it doesn't i sure like is it because the way it they varies by industry i would say like because, because the way they displayed field. when they first got serialized the the way they displayed mm-hmm. like the ranking system it felt like it could happen irl and it feels it kind of does feel that it's very cutthroat seeing as how everyone every mangaka's end game is going to be jump or the top 10 of jump anyways Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm but, sure it happens, uh, but yeah. I don't think of the but same. But I would say it's possible. If, you, if you're in like in a if if in another industry, but like if you work in a normal company, like but making a manga or even on your own and achieving something, I think personally, I think will get you much more happiness than your company that you work in achieving something. You know. Mm. Yeah, of course. Now, I was going to say like the the story feels a lot more. It it feels shown hold in on, while it on. is. Hold on, hold on. Go to the story. We still we have. Oh, okay. We still yeah. have a. Thing. Yeah. I just realized something. Oh, I I didn't record any of this in Audacity, so my voice is going to be like this throughout. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so it's a very ideal manga, right? It's a very it has all the things that you would dream of as a kid, and I think that's what brought us more into it because we're like, "Oh, I want a world where I can exactly. do whatever job I want. Yeah. I want a yeah. relationship like that. I yeah. want to do something like and that makes you feel a lot better about your life you know like yes i can do it but well yeah, you know that, that was a lie uh, time <laughs> flies by 
Audi and I are rereading Bakuman and we were almost done with it right before this podcast. So yeah. we know it's a lie again because we still are not doing much with life. There is but still hope, guys. There is still hope. Sid, Sid is the only uh, productive member of society amongst us. So hmm. please listen to him. Well, I wouldn't say that, but okay. Anyway, yeah. So hmm. as we move on to the story, because Audi got really excited for it either way. Yeah, hmm. Audi, Audi what, can start us off. Yeah, Audi, yeah. what do you think of the story? Uh, I think it it seemed very shown in while it wasn't right it held on to its reality factor like crazy while having like the like the ups and downs of a shown in story like one piece for example if uh, the, throughout the entire arc there will be hits and misses with the villain but then it will just conclude with one big fight between the two enemies it's uh, similarly here between uh, mashiro mashiro yeah uh, muto yeah. in this case muto and nizumaeji there will be conflicts like this all the time and while you throughout the throughout reading bakuman you'll feel very re- closely related to them because it is it feels like a real life story but then when these conflicts do end up happening it's like a mind blowing conflict right and it's something that you can only imagine would happen in uh, a shonen manga like classically shonen manga like one piece so uh, that's what i that's why I like, that's why the story seems is very good because it's it's one of a kind so far if you will well i'm glad you said it was very realistic and i'm going to steal this point away from sid and be the one to say it it's actually based on a lot of real life stories my god yeah it is based on a lot of real life stories <laughs> and ah, one nice. more thing i wanted to tell you since audi mentioned it before you say anything bro uh <laughs> you talked about how it feels shonen but it's not really shonen right yeah so i think obata yeah Takeshi Obata, the artist, he he is the one who apparently started non-battle shonen genre. Oh wow! With his non-battle. with his first manga, yeah. Huh. Which manga is that? Damn. I think it was called Hikaru no Go. It was a manga about the game Go. Okay. And it was it was basically his breakout. It was one of his most popular mangas. Is most popular manga it got a, it got a film it got an anime of like a 70 something episodes so Whoa. people like people in japan i think most like as a, i've read i'm not sure but they say they they found out about obata through hikaru no go and wow. they apparently hired like a professional go player i think yukari umezawa yeah to for production to learn about the techniques and everything yeah but um, he still worked with that, another yeah. writer yeah he still worked with another writer I think Yumi Hota. Yumi Hota. Yeah, Yumi Hota. Yeah. Oh, they they went but, next level, yeah. Huh? But that was his break, that. yeah. But apparently they say he invented the non shonen non battle shonen genre, which you see right now in a lot like if you talk about the latest ones like Promise Neverland and stuff yeah. is pretty shonen, but uh, very Promise psychological. Promise Neverland I think it's it's not the best thing, right? Because I I was just talking about something Pusha. new that I could remember I would that I'd say something uh, like uh, Kakegurui. Kakegurui is sure because, because it's it's I fun. would call Kakegurui a meme but okay <laughs> No but it follows the same ideology it tries to be shonen but it doesn't really have battles it has yeah yeah card games instead would uh, yeah. sports manga fall under the shonen category or would they be I their own so. category Anything I that's think published ha- in jump falls under the shonen category I think Haikyuu huh. is pretty shonen and it's yeah, also like sports yeah Haikyuu <laughs> my god if you guys don't know what's going on why i hate haikyu when i when i actually used to love it quite a while ago please go check out our very first episode titled haikyu where i find a spoiler right on the 
right at the end of our podcast thanks to and me thanks to sid <laughs> and it uh, ruined high queue for me forever it's a real fun episode you should check it out haha <laughs> anyway yeah yeah so but i mean death note doesn't have that much action right uh, yeah death note is like the best yeah of course the it's best example of, of that genre yeah, yeah, it's yeah, the epitome exactly. of shonen yeah. without shonen without ah. fighting mm-hmm. so what but, this author uh, what was his name again oba uh, Ta- the artist uh, yeah 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 bakuman's author no sorry obata right yeah obata Takeshi obata sorry. Huh. yeah yeah so sorry, this dude just oba. this dude has written two mangas both of which are shonen not shonen but shonen or the mm-hmm. other way around three and i would say because he had his breakout manga and then he got death note and then he got bakuman yeah and then he got bakuman hmm. so i mean it's the okay. they both worked on the same thing together right so mm-hmm. it's like i think it was more like okay we we they, the draw the guy who was drawing had an idea of how to do it and the guy who was writing yeah. it was also like okay you know what i know i know my story is good who can draw according to that and jump match the exactly two together they didn't to they the didn't mysterious. know each other before yeah jump they are, i think he uh, man he's a, he's i still want to know who oba is dude no one knows who he is he's still mysterious yeah it'd be cool to know who he is but at least we know obata which is good yeah Yeah, I, I think Oba is kind of like Ice Frog. You know, you just want your mm-hmm. identity hidden so that yeah. you don't get any pressure yeah. or any popularity that will cause problems. Can you say that the name could either be male or female? Because when you searched up the, you searched up the that name. There was many cases saying it was a he, but then the picture was of a of a woman. That was, that was for Furudate. That was for Furudate, oh. the manga ka for High Q. Yeah. All right, no more High Q. Ah. I I forbid <laughs> bro bro for those who don't know tell them who Ice Frog is ah. Oh yeah okay Ice Frog is a small tangent uh, small tangent no, it's not going to take too long yeah, and totally. later we're still talking about Dota <laughs> Yeah Ice Frog is the creator of this game called The Defense of the Ancients Do- or Dota and it was started in Warcraft 3 Frozen Throne hmm. Yeah I forgot Frozen Throne yeah Warcraft 3 Frozen Throne and uh it's a really amazing game but i suggest you don't try it unless you want to waste your entire life away dota 2 yep. is now uh, released by valve by now i mean 7 8 years ago 10 years it's ago been, yeah it's been released by valve and they've done a good job taking care of the game you can get some really good looking abilities and particle effects and all that flying around but it is my recommendation and you know you can trust my recommendation because we start this podcast and all Don't play the game; you will lose your life very quickly. It's just like anime; suck you in and never let. Yeah. Yeah. It's But just it's... another addiction. At least with anime, we are trying to do something with all the time we are wasting. Yeah, with Dota, we just waste time. Unless yeah. you're unless you're Sid's brother, who's a Dota professional right now. Of course. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So yeah, I mean, it's having the identity as the mystery. I think it just makes it even better. You know, like, mm-hmm. you have no idea who this enigmatic person is. And they yeah. just come and written two of the best manga the world has ever seen and just disappeared out afterwards. Like nobody knows who this person is. It's crazy. And it's even really cool. uh, it's even really cool Obata didn't meet him, right? I don't know. Till if, after I, Death Note, they what? say till after Death Note. I don't know Obata if that's true. I don't know if that's true. Hmm. Because there's no way, right? You you need to talk. That was something as complicated as Death Note. You can't just do it without having a face to face conversation. Yeah. What? So like it, L style. Oba is just sitting in the background, or no? Alright, wait. Who was the hidden one again? Oba, Oba. right? Yeah. Oba, yeah. He was yeah. just sitting in the background, and the artist will just talk to him through Watari or the phone or something. 
Yeah, yeah they just... use their editor as a messenger owl apparently. Oh hey, I, I don't believe I I'm saying I'm telling you if that came from jump that's propaganda of some sorts. No way. <laughs> oh <I believe>. my <laughs> god. Because I mean come on I'm, it's not even an insult okay I'm just saying the death note is so amazingly complicated in certain points that you just can't get that through with an editor alone. Mm-hmm. Like if that editor had to explain it three times in total he would lose his mind. It's that complicated. And somehow Yeah but it's hard tell me tell me i find it impossible to believe that they managed to talk without talking without sitting in front of each other drawing stuff out showing it and talking i it just boggles my mind if i don't even think it's possible <laughs> my mind refuses to accept it as possible yeah it it sounds crazy but like i think maybe didn't they say like obata liked it because it was like shinigami and it was dark and oba yeah. always wanted to write dark stories yeah, since yeah, his yeah. first Since his first dark manga usually failed, like his scripts. Yeah, and, and Jump yeah. thought they both would they both fit each other very nicely. Exactly, mm-hmm. but uh, they had to have met. There is no way they wouldn't meet. I don't know. Yeah, hopefully, apparently they met at the party after the death note. This na. See, after, I can I can totally understand not yeah. meeting for the initial first one shot of mm-hmm. death note that they did, which we read by the way, if you remember. Of uh, course, that's the one yeah. with had the uh, eraser. Mm-hmm. But, oh, yeah. but saying that they met after Death Note ended is just is impossible. I can't believe it. There's no way. I call bullshit on that jump propaganda. <laughs> is all I'm going to say. It seems possible. Why not? Are you kidding? Imagine. Okay, here we are. We can I mean, barely discuss what topics we need to talk about on the podcast a day before, mm-hmm. and we get confused on call over this. I mean, yeah, they can just. They're, and and they have to well, they know. have to talk they, they were newbies technically they had one manga each i think uh-huh. and then they want they combined for death note right how many did they have like one manga each before death note said i think they at that point yeah i think they had one manga each i would say yeah. because death note was their big break yeah yeah and and they started death note so they didn't have experience they were just geniuses of a different kind but even then like do you think the three of us could sit here and talk about a manga and have whoever's listening draw it out it would be impossible even if we took hours explaining each and every brush stroke people would not be able to do it without sitting face to face and talking about the complicated plot i mean to right things we are just incapable we are not as good as them no that's, but that's just, i tell you it's not possible no, i would say dude but death note like we don't know Oga, we don't know oba's age right but yeah. someone like oh, someone like ogata yeah Someone like Ogata, who we already know, sorry, Obata, my bad. Yeah, so I... someone like Obata, like so he he found success very late in life, right? Because his first manga, the Hikaru no Go, he made when he was twenty-eight. So he never believed he would be something great. Okay. And Death Note, he made in his like early thirties. He was like thirty-three, thirty-four probably. Goddamn. So it was still at a late stage, later stage in his life. But how does that translate? How does how does that translate to? So I wouldn't say he was inexperienced. About, yeah, but it's I don't know. It, talking about that much complexity over a, if they if see if it was call if they're calling yeah. each other maybe it would make sense. But they using their editor just sounds ridiculous. It does. It sounds very strange, especially <laughs> but, for uh, such a detailed story. Like imagine yeah. if if he misses out on where one part of the death note goes or gets confused about that, the entire story is gone. Okay, yeah, like, isn't, that, isn't the whole point of writing a whole name and shit beforehand? 
Yeah, like, it is. But then I'm saying yeah, Oba could just write up a name and then send it to the editor through the editor. Yeah, but I, I I'm not sure about this. But Death Note feels like a manga where they had a very good idea of where they wanted to go and they worked backwards from there. It didn't feel like they were changing it based on what the what yeah. these things they were getting. I could be wrong there. I'm not sure. But no, I think there were inputs from both sides, from him and from the from Oba. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I'm saying so they, they had an idea of where to go. Yeah. They didn't. They didn't have to keep changing it as the results came in. Is what I'm saying. Mm. So, they, I think, I don't know, man. It's just the okay, geniuses. That's the end of that, it. If it was possible, if it was that easy for them, <laughs> it's no wonder that Death Note and Bakuman were such great hits. Of course, yeah. Wait, which happened first, Death Note or Bakuman? Death Note. Death Note. Okay. Yeah. Ah, okay. Bakuman. Okay, now might as well be a good time to tell it to everybody. Bakuman is supposed to be kind of like an autobiographical manga about Oga and Obata and how they yeah. are, how they took on dun, 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 One Piece. They took on exactly. One Piece with Death Note and uh, they apparently managed to beat One Piece twice. And that is reflected in the manga Bakuman itself. So if you follow it, you're going to see a lot of uh, familiar things if you if you know the manga world well enough, which I think you should know because this is the sixth episode of V101 and you should have yeah. already seen the other things by now. Sixth or seventh? Yeah, we don't get confused. We just say sixth incorrectly sixth. and then we... You're ah, right, yes. it's the sixth episode. It's the sixth. Already keep track. The seventh. <laughs> Might be the seventh. I, no. have a, I have a folder where I... I'm telling you, I'm the guy who designs all the pictures. Yes, we are in the sixth. Yes. Okay, now that we got that confusion cleared up. Yeah. Uh, so, lot of similarities. Sid, we just wanted to talk about that for a quick second. Let's let's get into the characters themselves later. But could you list okay. out the the number of mangakas you know? At least name the mangakas you know who played an inspirational role in Bakuman. Oh, so we know the main two characters, right? That are inspired by the yeah. That's Oba and Obata. Yeah. And as you said before, Eiji is inspired by Oda. Yeah. And apparently, uh, Hiramaru, yeah. he was inspired by Hideaki Sorachi, the manga of Gintama. That's what oh. they say. Yeah. Huh. They actually reference of Gintama his... as well in the manga. Exactly. So, so weird, yeah. And it's apparently because of how he treats his editor and his laziness and everything. Apparently, uh. it imitates him. But since we don't know a lot about that mangaka, we can't say. But, you know, uh, after hearing that, I understand Gintama a lot better now. Yeah. It's like his personality was put put Projected. on into put out, Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I think uh, Aoki, the the yeah. shoujo mangaka, I think she's inspired by Kawashita Mizuki, the manga for Ichigo 100%. What? Which is <laughs> Oh yeah. There were references <laughs> is, for Ichigo as well. Which is What? Which is so amazing. Yeah. It's that crazy. blows my mind. Like, you know what? I was just reading the chapter yesterday where mm-hmm. she's supposed to do panty shots. And oh, yeah. she doesn't know how to do it. And now I'm just thinking, what a lie. Of course she knew how to do it. What is that? Was, that's a misdirection there. Okay, that caught me off guard totally. Yeah, but it makes a lot of sense, right? They're, they're it giving, makes a lot of sense their, They're using their fellow colleagues and creating this amazing story. which may And even the even the editor, right? He's a real editor who was the editor for Oda, right? Who, Atori? Atori, yeah. His real name was... Hattori, his his namesake is Akira, Akira Jean Baptiste Hattori. Ak- probably fucking up the pronunciation. Yeah. What? 
Wait, that's that's what Akira's. So Hattori is based on two different editors. One of them is this guy, and the other one is like a. He's not that well known, but he's he's known in Shueisha. Apparently, that's what I found out. Who who whose editor was he? So for One Piece, he was the editor for One Piece. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah. you know what? You know what? In in Bakuman, Hattori actually says. He needs to I just started edit editing one piece. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my god! I just remember that. Yeah, that's crazy. Holy shit! That makes a lot of sense now, huh? Wow. I, I was like, they just put shit. it for the memes, you know. No way that guy actually. But damn, yeah, he actually edits piece. one piece. Hmm. Yeah. I wonder and if he was the guy who's necessary, who what? was behind Shanks's arm being cut off. Maybe. Who knows? I don't know. Probably mm. they say that. Yeah. Hmm. Mm. Okay. Who else? Who one. else? I think oh another thing I didn't understand but I I don't know why they said we we probably won't agree with it but they said uh, AG also may be inspired by Tite Kubo not only Oda they said maybe a mixture of the two maybe inspired by who Tite Kubo the manga of a Bleach Bleach yeah this part of the podcast has been removed because <laughs> of profanity from Brew. We are sorry for this, and we shall continue from this point onwards. Bleach isn't any good. Now let's go. No, uh, it, I don't. Maybe I. I don't understand why. Like he's a good mangaka. I guess his lines are his art. His style is really clean. But I think it's. I. I think it's Oda. I don't think it's Tite Kubo. It's but I don't know why people Oda. say that. Yeah, yeah. Because we we've, we've read about stories. We read stories about Oda being eccentric and having weird mannerisms, and how exactly. he's been drawing since he was very very young. Yeah. And man, I don't know. It's it's weird, yeah. But there are there are lots of uh, apparently uh, this thing. I I forgot. Uh, even this guy, what's his name? The Nana Nana Mine Nana Mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Apparently, his character designs were inspired by light. From that, that makes North. a lot of sense. Yeah, I was. Uh, yeah, I always it makes thought a lot of sense. Yeah. Nana Mine. I, Nanamine is the guy who basically uses other people to get his manga written. He he uses yeah. the internet to write his story. Oh, and then he gets mm. and then Jump catches him. Oh yeah, then... yeah, I think I remember this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah, okay. It's been a while since I've fully read Bakuman again. I'm still halfway through the reread. That's no problem. Yeah, but yeah basically Nanamine was mm. a was a real real asshole basically. Yeah, she and all of us hated is. him. And apparently they say they made Hattori look like Ryuk, ah. which I kind of see. Yeah, I, I can straight. totally see that. <laughs> I can totally see it. The hair oh my god! <laughs> well, the, the face, mouth, the nose. The mouth wouldn't go as far yeah. as, as that, but yeah, the general my silhouette god. of Hattori and Ryuk really match. Yeah, it's kind of strange. They, they, I don't know why people was, were taking a lot of similarities between Death Note characters and Bakuman. Like they said. Someone said Nizuma Eiji looks like L somehow. Uh, I said, don't agree with that. Nah. They said Fukuda looks like Melo. With these two, I don't agree with because it's you know Fukuda and Melo. I could actually see it. I don't think so. Fukuda, I think Fukuda legit looks like this kind of guy who would just get on a bike and run into someone and to capture <laughs> some piece of. Hmm. Some <laughs> that is true. <laughs> yeah. Nizuma's I don't know. Uh, L silhouette looks a lot hmm. more. Different than Nizuma, I wouldn't say he's the same. Yeah, yeah. I think, it's true. I think after a point, it'll just be cherry picking, right? Like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, Hattori has the same hair as Ryuk. Hmm, maybe yes. They kind yeah. of do look similar. No, Hattori and Ryuk, I could totally, I can legit see it. 
yeah the, that they can see but then like nizuma and uh was it l uh, I, i can't see it imagine imagine you're the you're the two students mashiro and um this takagi. guy takagi mm-hmm. and uh, you know you read death note and you're so excited about getting your first manga into jump you go meet the editor and you're like motherfucker this is ryuk our editor is not <laughs> ryuk <laughs> i would shit my pants and get out dude imagine imagine him like thinking of characters for you can is like hmm maybe i can use our editor's face right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So as a real editor and he's like hmm this guy looks this ryuk looks similar who's this character hmm. man that must have been a fun conversation i know right i hope that happened but yeah but we'll never know unfortunately i know we'll never know right okay now we've gone off on our tangent again okay mm-hmm. so to bring it back bakuman story already you already told us what you thought said what do you think yeah i already oh i think i think it, the story i think i really enjoyed the story because it made it like when i was reading it at that stage it fulfilled i would say the basic Yeah, I was okay. I'll start again. So I would say the story I really enjoyed it, but I, and I think it fulfilled the basic like hero's journey that I want to read as a kid. Yeah. Like these two guys break out into the world, like choose an adventure, go on this crazy roller coaster, meet be different characters, and you know, in the end they have that best ending. You know that. Yeah. So I think it fulfilled that perfectly. And when you're reading those kinds of things at that age, you get really invested. Yeah. And since it it. even though it was it they took that concept but they put it in like something like making manga which i think the first time you told me i'm like what that's weird why would you make a manga yeah, about making manga, manga. <laughs> but i think they made it so interesting with all these tips and what goes on in the industry even though like usually when you talk about what goes on in the, some industry how people work people like oh that's boring i don't want to know about the inner workings and all right but they fed it but they fed it to us in like such a interesting beautiful like a beautifully crafted way thing it just makes it amazing yeah i yeah. mean if if it was shown to me as a novel i would just be like i'm not reading 600 page books yeah. on how jump works i don't care exactly. about it that much <laughs> even But if I, you saw like a one hour two hour documentary wouldn't watch the whole yeah, thing I'd just be yeah like, i'll skim through it i'll be like okay they take the book okay now what now this but then yeah it was given in a very entertaining format overall yeah, i agree with that yeah. completely mm-hmm. like it's it's easy to digest it's it's easy to read it's something that you actually you gain a lot of knowledge while also being entertained so yeah. it's not only the knowledge but yeah i think all of that was packaged really well in bakuman and it really shows that storytelling because you know it's very it's a very different manga from death note as i said so to see yeah, such a big different. difference between the two manga just crazy i mean i don't know a lot of mangaka who have tried something and then followed their next work very Mm-hmm, carefully mm-hmm. but it still seems like a big style jump for me which must have been hard for them as well uh also i i would put another point like i also think like it the story made more sense because since it was inspired by like their lives and their struggles yeah. i think the characters and their stories felt more real than normal you know because it was based off reality yeah, that's, that's what and i would po- say yeah we only we didn't know that they were based off real people exactly. until now but we yeah. still yeah. felt like it was a very real felt, story yeah. back then which makes yeah which adds credibility to that mm-hmm. whole thing they said because i mean it's obvious right if you're going to be using people you know you're going to it's going to be more yeah. passionate it's going to be more 
you're going to have more of your heart in it so that's mm-hmm. just going to make it more understandable yeah. you want to make it more realistic for a lot of people and reality makes it more like relatable i think sorry to cut you off i yeah. think even we are we are reading like like we are reading punpun right now right by inyo yeah. asano yeah. he has a lot of reality but his i don't think he's experienced those things that's based but yeah. he still achieves it in a like in very interesting way like this dystopian form of reality but yeah. i think bakuman did it in a much more believable and in, even though they're totally different i'm just yeah, talking about real yeah. mangas yeah i think i think uh, punpun is like showing people growing up in the hood yeah. and, <laughs> and bakuman is about showing them get you know being raised up in proper japanese house exactly. with a lot of money yeah but what were you going to say before i do not remember what was i going to say before it's just about how bakuman like again just the difference between bakuman and death note mm-hmm. and already you had a point about uh, Death Note and Bakuman and different styles, didn't you? We shall, we shall get to that. I remember Audi had a very right. interesting point. Yeah, and we shall get to that when we go further more into the characters. Mm-hmm. And uh, Audi, did you have a point? Audi, about the the favorite characters? No, about the authors. You you're saying something about different styles. I don't recall there being. too much of a this thing different difference in styles and i don't think i i know felt a lot more uh, fluid i didn't i didn't read death note lo- lo- long enough to compare the two and i don't think just having watched the anime is a good comparison for styles as such Hello? yeah but you're saying you're ah. saying something about uh... about the different styles in bakuman that he yeah. saw let him draw oh yeah yeah okay okay yeah. it just it just surprised me a bit that one artist was able to convey like multiple different styles across the mm-hmm. the whole series right like okay so since i said that uh, bakuman is a very shown and manga to begin with they started to introduce uh, mangas like crow for example for, from ag and it kind of resonates in the same line you know it's a shonen style manga as well so he'll probably know how to draw shonen manga and crow is also a very classically shonen manga from the way they portrayed it so that makes sense but then here they are showing uh, other mangas as well coming in like uh, what is what was aoki ko's first manga that they sh- introduce her with um i i, I think th- it was hatsuko limited Oh, okay. Hide out door, hide out door, and yeah, like hide out door, for example, that's a completely different style from Crow and and from Bakuman that he's that mm-hmm. he's drawing or drawing out at the same time, and he still maintains that style and it stands out like a sore thumb in the panels as well. It doesn't blend in; it, it's 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 separated from them, and you kind of look at it and go, "Ha, huh, okay, it's a different manga. It's not the same. It's not it's not the same art style as the background. It's not the same art style as the characters." and you kind of i i i don't know that's one of the reasons why i was i just like the the versatility at which the artist was able to draw different mangas throughout all the chapters yeah it's a very good point because like they, they do show different yeah. genres they do show different ideas being put out because they have a lot of shonen mangas running but mm. even mm. even nizuma they don't they don't show the shonen parts of the manga yeah. they show how the setting they mm-hmm. show how other manga they draw covers they draw so many things also interestingly 
Bakuman, one color spread of Bakuman had Death Note on it. They had a Death Note reference in. They had a Death Note reference wow. in the cover of <laughs> Bakuman, and uh, they also. It was also with One Piece celebrating something. <laughs> I think it's about a card game or something for One Piece. Oh, and wow. That was okay. that was there on the same this thing as Bakuman. Mm-hmm. It was very interesting for me. But yeah, yeah, it's a good point because you're you're it's moving a... between shoujo manga, you're moving between shonen manga, yeah. you're moving between different types of shonen manga. So it's and it's like young. earlier you said that both of them were geniuses of their own, right? So, yeah. Mm-hmm. And obviously, uh, Oga, Oga, Oba, yeah, Oba, Oba yeah, Sugumi Oba, the writer. Mm-hmm. He he obviously shows his skill, his uh, prowess in throughout his story writing, whereas the artist shows off his prowess through. uh multiple manga across across chapters and i don't think such a better opportunity presented itself for the artist and he grabbed that opportunity and really went with it you know and i and it, it seemed too perfect for him no but yeah, like I mean, uh, to talk about your point right i would say if it makes a lot of sense if you still see if you see obata's like life and the manga he's been making yeah like I think I talked about this earlier. I was talking to Bro. Like, he won the the prize, Tezuka you know, the yeah, Te- Tezuka Tezuka Award. Tezuka Award at 17. He was yeah. one of the youngest mangas to ever win it. For his manga, it was called 500 Kone no Shinwa. And I think if you see his style at that time, it's very like Geki guy, you know, the old yeah. school realistic style. That's how he started. And if you see his manga throughout the years, like. If you see like his Hikaruno Go Haji Me, all his mangas, you see his style keeps changing and developing throughout. So he's always experimenting. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Death Note reached a different style, and then with this also, I think with Bakuman he reached his peak, where he was referencing all the styles and techniques he tried. Yeah. But I think true. it also goes to his career and him as an artist being experimental and always trying new things that he could achieve. This I would say that's why it makes sense yeah. to me. Hmm. No, but also even uh, even when it comes to writing, right? Yeah. Now, for those who know, I am a very mediocre writer, but I am a writer <laughs> at the very least. <laughs> I write the social media for B One O One. Yes, you can like my posts. Anyway, as for, for looking at the writing perspective, it is hard to come up with a plot for two gag manga, plot for two shonen manga, oh, plot for oh, a sho- yeah. shojo manga, three other plots for three other people, and these guys are writing stories that don't exist. Yeah. They are making proper manga pitches <laughs> inside inside the manga, the manga world. They created, <laughs> and it's not just that they're dragging it out. Like they are give, giving more and more content inside the manga. Itself. Yeah, so they they somehow managing to draw it out even further, and just he yeah, just I mean, keeps it alive. I mean, I could literally look at any of the stories that they've shown in the manga and see it becoming. I've talked to Sid about this multiple times. Every time mm-hmm. I read Bakuman, that's my that's my point. They should have taken one of the manga they showed in the manga and made it another action manga. Dude, all of them could be bestsellers. Yeah, yeah. at it, least the ones that Muto made and even AG and others, but yeah. still, all of them could be bestsellers. Yeah, it's just crazy because the designs are beautiful. Hmm. Oh, dude, I each one has Crow, its dude. own Holy distinct shit. style. Oh, yeah, Crow yeah. is amazing. Yeah. Oh, but and even the, isn't there, there? There's one where Crow also fights a zombie of his brother. And the, oh, the, yeah. this is zombies. My God, I was mind blown when I saw that panel. <laughs> insane! I just insane. The writing and the art. I was like, God damn, mm. these guys are geniuses. It's I mean, beautiful. Yeah. yeah absolutely amazing. But anyway, again, coming back. Bakuman. 
What are your favorite characters? Sid, let's go. Favorite so, character or this characters? This may be unpopular opinion. <laughs> yeah. But my favorite character is uh, Mashiro. Why is that an unpopular know. opinion? I don't know. Most people like AG a lot. Everyone says if you don't like AG, you don't like Bakuman. That's true. If you don't like AG, you don't like Bakuman. I yeah, agree with I that like statement. Mashiro for personal reasons, you know. Because As you can identify trying, with him. Exactly. Yeah. I can relate to him. And since he's based on Obata, like... I understand that, you know, like, because even I'm not as good. I'm still struggling. I still suck at what I do, I would say. But I'm still trying to get somewhere and I'm still suffering. And we like, even he doesn't like working, you know, the same thing I talked about in the beginning. He doesn't like working at corporations. Yeah. He wanted to do his own thing, but he's trying to improve and he's struggling and he's going through. Even though Mashiro is like a genius, I'm not as good as him. I'm not as good yeah. as that fictional character. Yeah. But I think character-wise, <laughs> I relate to him the most, you know, his yeah. values and what he tries to be. I think that's why he's my favorite character. Yeah. I'd say his values are a bit self-destructive mm-hmm. in nature and... It kind of hurts his own work ethic in the sense. Because no, he ended thanks. up in... Indirect way of taking shots at me, dude. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> no, but but in uh, not to defend Sid at all. Yeah, Sid should really take care of his health. But yeah. to defend Mashiro, he, he didn't go to the hospital because of overworking. That was never explicitly said. He yeah. had a liver problem, which could have been caused by literally anything. Hmm. So it could, it could just be that the liver problem was an unfortunate incident that happened. Because when have you heard of someone overworking and then ha- they needed to get part of their liver taken away? It makes no sense. Yeah, that's not related to the liver. Yeah, but I yeah. don't know. I'm not a medical professional. I can't okay, say. I but am a doctor. I, I have done <laughs> five minutes of Google research. Uh-huh. And no, so, I'm telling you. Uh, well, yeah. Liver stress can happen if you over... Not It's not just overworking, right? But then like staying up late nights just working through and through and through and just not getting the right amount of sleep and food. Yeah, but I'm saying that won't won't make them want to take away part of your liver to save you. No, but then that's what the doctor said, right? It was was not just just, uh, under under sleep, yes? Less sleep. It was not just less sleep, but it was malnutrition as well at the end of the day. This guy was legit breaking himself apart for the sake of... Yeah, I mean, yeah, he was malnutrition. Yeah, Yeah, he was not getting enough sleep. But I'm saying he didn't go into the hospital because of that. Didn't he went he? into the hospital because of his liver. Uh, well, his and his liver broke yeah. apart because of his life. He, he was still trying no, to work there, yeah, you know, he, like trying to. He come had a liver stuff, problem. Yeah. He he must have had it from before and just flared up because of the. Well, I mean, you know, that's the, the no that sleep just and the man any, other, any of the case then, right? I it mean, could be a combination of burnout also yeah. because later their editor comes and tells them to like take a break, right? Mm. Yeah, but I mean, because because if he knew that it was a, a physical condition that you know, was running through the family, then uh, this thing, he, he could have just said, okay, it's fine. You can work through it. It's mm-hmm. it's not related to overworking or not, but this had happened before with uh, Kawaguchi Taro. And yeah, again, then, we don't know what exactly happened there either. All we know then, is that he overworked. We don't know if it, what part of his body got affected and how he died. For then, all you for know, the, Kawaguchi Taro just stayed up one week in a row and then his body just gave up after that. Exactly, but that elicited a response from the fucking editor-in-chief of all people. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, he isn't supposed to meddle in the affairs of the artists, the writers and the editors, you know. That's what the I, editor's job was supposed I to be. I see your point. I'm just saying. <laughs> no. Anyway. All right. 
you know, people die from overwork. It's a thing in Japan. Yeah, you know I know that. people die from yeah. overwork, but I don't understand how removing part of the liver compares to, I mean, stands has any connection to overwork. Yeah. Because yeah, if, if it was, if it was like your liver is damaged, please stop overworking so you don't damage it more. Understandable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We have to remove part of your liver. It's a surgery. That doesn't happen out of the blue. Overworking it's, won't get you hurt as such, right? I mean, it's just you're sacrificing so much things for the sake of work, and that's what needs to be remedied rather than the over. You can overwork all you want without if you don't face the repercussions for it, now. Nah. I'm yeah. just saying he had pre-existing conditions. The overworking Who was. Hey, I'm a big fan of Mashiro too. I think he should have worked in the hospital. Takagi was just being a little bitch by telling him, "Oh, please work. Oh, please don't work. No, no." I do not agree with that sentiment. But Sid, I agree with you. Yes, you, I can understand why you like him. Yeah. But so I don't think it's an unpopular opinion. I think a lot of people like. Yeah. Just unpopular the... opinion here in this among us. That's true. I think, yeah. I think like in the wiki, half the people like Nizumar and. Mashiro and the votes are actually they are they have a difference of seven votes. Oh, that's cool! I didn't see that. Nizuma beats mm. Mashiro by seven votes. Yeah, I mean, it was these... you probably brew making alternate accounts and voting <laughs> seven times. I've never done that before in my life. Please do not. I'm not an online bully. Also, I have only fourteen different accounts. Don't worry. Of anyway, course. yeah. If we one one has fourteen likes on every episode, you get the hint. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, I mean, I I think Mashiro is a really good character as well. Mm. Yeah, especially since they're based on one of the people themselves. Of course, yeah. yeah. I think it's I think it's a really good uh, representation of what a mangaka mm-hmm. should be as well. It's the the way they way he's ready to work, the way he's ready to acknowledge his own arts flaws and work on yeah. them, make them better. Yeah, so stand up character. It's also I also like Takagi a lot for that. It's it's the fact that he can really just anything is thrown at him he can immediately adapt to it and start working yeah that's pretty cool yeah of course sorry i think that's nice yeah because their editor says okay we're going to do gag manga and once they're mm-hmm. on board this guy starts going ham i know right like yeah crazy. so he does really well it does really well in respect even though it's not his strongest suit he knows that but he does really well so I think yeah, I think both of these good. they complement each other in like a really good way. Yeah. yeah, and I think when we started, also we are inspired. I was like, I'll draw you right. Let's yeah. have a pen name. <laughs> yeah, yep. yeah. I don't remember our pen name. What was our pen name? I have no idea, dude. I've <laughs> forgotten. This world shall never know it. I am so sorry. Just a second. My cat is mewing. Can you guys hear the mewing? Yeah. What a weeb. He has a cat. Okay. I'm just gonna the... throw out the cat. <laughs> At this point. Yeah. You might as well explain how many cats and dogs you have in the house. Okay, I'm just going to let the cat meow because it gives a good background sound and we don't have any background music. For it's a good weave sound effect. Yeah. They love cats. Yeah. We love cats, as you yeah. can see. All of us have cats or had cats at some point in our lives except Audi, which is why mm. yeah. we're making him a weave. Audi, you have to adopt one of my cats. <laughs> you can't become a true weave unless you adopt one of my cats. Nah, I'd rather not. I'll give you this one, the little bitch who's screaming all the time over here. Nah, that's fine. You can keep it. But yeah. Anyway. Audi, your favorite character? My favorite character as it was AG. Ah, damn it. I should have gone first. Why AG? <laughs> I think for the more most obvious reasons, very, very outstanding character 
had his own this thing marked throughout the series yeah, and he was obviously he, he was i wouldn't say villain was the right word because i classify everything as either hero or villain but then he was like the villain he was like the rival as such right the main rival yeah, of the whole the difference between villain and rival especially when it comes to yeah it's <laughs> very <So laughs> important <laughs> i had i processed it like okay he's the villain but he's clearly he was not a villain his character he did he mm. him and mashiro had their best each other's best interests in mind even when they were participating even when they were competing against each other yeah but like uh, it, it, the the fact that ag was so consumed by manga right he he was just so into the whole the occupation i would say yeah. not occupation it, to him it is like it was something he loved doing it was not a it was not a job he it just sat down he just slept he got up and he was like okay i have pen fuck it just start drawing start drawing start drawing and he and the way they show that he was immersed by is he made sounds in the middle of doing his work if people came in to, to talk to him he wouldn't he wouldn't be so uh consumed by it that he would just be focused on that page you know he'd still talk to them but he'd still be drawing at the same time he'd still be making noises and it's just the sort of character that you don't usually see the the genius sort of character that was labeled by hattori himself and the other editors and he just stood out he stood out in comparison to mashiro he stood in takagi and all the other artists that come in like like you said fukuda shinta for example he looks like the type of guy who would jump on a bike he's like a gangster type of character yeah and that, you kind of get that vibe off of him but then what kind of vibe do you get off of ag aside from the fact that you know he's just this guy who has a unique sort of personality that you won't find that easily and yeah i think uh, that's one of the reasons why i like him as an uh, this thing one of the main characters anyways him and mashiro on some level mashiro the reasons have already been explained mm-hmm. and i like as a, on the side i like hattori as well a little bit because when they first introduce him he he's not this you mean the editor that kind of goes along with <laughs> mashiro but he is he they just show his professional side right off the bat and i kind of like that from the get go he was he sort of like the guy who held your hand through their whole journey of bakuman itself mm-hmm. and it and when they finally show that the editors were switching out from hatori to miura it it just kind of felt sad that he was going you know i also wanted him to be there with us like fuck it why is he their editor anymore it 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 felt sad to see him go just you know just putting it out there audio is uh, surprisingly surprisingly vocal today i have to tell you how much bakuman touched all our hearts yes yeah but yes uh, i do agree with both of you and i i know why you know you're giving proper reasons for why this should be your favorite character but i'll mm. tell you why ag should be your favorite character mm. <laughs> it's really simple he's based on oda Yeah. <laughs> it's obvious yeah, yeah but yeah. So, i you know i dislike prodigy fanboys they're one piece fanboys yeah but i yeah, dislike prodigy they're too good i don't like them oda they have free skill a... yeah but oda is oda <laughs> i so understand it's based off oda uh-huh. like that as well <laughs> i see otherwise there's no point mm. and that's why you like him yes because he's oda <laughs> i think the, that's a good justification you can see the similarities right because oda, yeah. if you guys remember oda once in a in a question answer after the usopp chapter 
the first Usab chapter where they part very parts ways with the three guys from his village. They all cry and Usopp lifts his head up and cries towards the sky. Mm. And Oda wrote that he did that until until he actually started to cry and he literally did that for reference and kept crying and kept crying and eventually made the drawing. Damn. That sounds like something Nizuma would do. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't, no, it doesn't sound like something Nizuma would do. Of course it does. Because of course I, it does too. No. He's not. He doesn't seem like the type of guy who would reference something and do it because it just happens in his head. You saw no, you the way. You can see Nizuma making actions and making yeah, sounds and he literally believes he's crow when he's he does making yeah. actions. But then you saw, right? Like uh, I think the time when his editor—I forgot his the editor's name—he dragged him. Yeah. He dragged Nizuma into the jump office for the first time to meet the other editors, and the, his editor was like, "Yo." I need you to make the this thing the names or the I think it was the names anyways. I wanted you make wanted you to make at least ten names or one ten pages or something like that. Two names, yeah. Two I names. Sorry, two names. Yeah, yeah. And ten names you made. <laughs> you know what? I'm not I'm not putting it past him. He probably would do it if yeah. he had the time. And he just he just drew it within the course of a half, of half an hour, if I remember. Yeah, half an and hour. He just drew two names like it was nothing. And after the after that part was done, Nizam was like, "Ah, I was lying. I didn't think I, it wasn't in my head at the time." And everyone was stunned at the fact that this guy just thought of it on on the. Fly. And he's based on Oda. Yeah, the yeah. Oda is still human in that aspect. See, writing hey, Oda is not human. I I yeah. beg to disagree. Oda is yeah. not human. Oda he's is a, a god prodigy. Yeah, fucking Ag is much much more sensational than that. I am telling you, Oda. Oda is a dude, god. Call yeah, dude, Oda, Oda is next level. Oda, yeah, I'm not disputing disputing how much of a god Oda is. I'm just saying. Hey, if you really want to talk only... about small things like that, in if you go to the, one of the latest One Piece chapters, you can mm-hmm. see Makino holding a pa- holding a this mm-hmm. thing paper reading about. Uh, should we put One Piece spoilers here? One Piece spoilers here. I'm sorry, I have to prove a point. <laughs> Makino is holding a paper which is talking about Sabo and she's crying. Yeah. There is a kid Spoiler with her. Mm-hmm. There is a kid with her. Okay. If you now the first thing is that kid is the same kid that who was Makino's pregnant with right after Shanks left the village. Mm. Okay. Age matches perfectly. Second, uh-huh. <laughs> the bar counter has a cut on it, which happened in the first chapter of One Piece. Yeah. Okay. That that guy remembered one cut. That was made for fun as somebody slashed the alcohol world. Made for fun. It didn't have a part in the story. Yeah. Just a genius. <clears throat> he remembered that at chapter 900 and what? 918 or something. Like, what the hell, man? He could have, just drawn, he could have just drawn a regular table and said that, yeah, Makino just repaired it. Huh? But he maintained yeah, the cut. He yeah, exactly. The damn yeah. It's insane. He's, he's insane. He's a god. He's not a... Hey, at, he has one imperfection, I would say. He can't draw women. Exactly. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Which Obata can, is amazing at. He can draw women. It's just the women look very similar. All of them look yeah. the same. All yeah. of them are Robin. Basically. Except yeah. for Nami. Nami and Robin, I think there's a very clear difference. Yeah. But aside from that, yeah. After that, he Robin, gave up. Yeah. I think uh, even in the... Uh, they reference it, I think. I, I don't know who says it, but he says drawing women is so difficult yeah. or something, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he's based on Oda and he really, he's like, you get a way to look into Oda's personal life there. 
the way he thinks about my, like my personal life i don't mean who he mm-hmm. he's <laughs> dating or whatever but like the way he does manga the way he approaches it the way he thinks about it and it does sound very much like oda that's mm-hmm. a, that's the reason i like ag because it really helped me understand oda outside of one piece but still in the manga realm mhm he's like it's a very he's a genius he's just ag is the type of guy who who does ascend into godliness if there was like a position for it you know like a fucking halo will spawn behind his head when he reaches the ripe age of 30 and then he becomes just a god of manga sitting on his throne of made of money and gold that, ah, that sounds see, like that's why you're wrong because ashirogi moto defeats him yep yeah but then but who know, has defeated oda well oda one piece is now going to cross more sales than dragon ball well, Oba did defeat him at one you, point but then yeah <laughs> do you know so, do, do you know how much that is if it's going to it's going to it's going to encompass dragon ball sales okay dragon ball that's like that's like the ceiling of manga right there how many that's sales like, does dragon ball have uh, i don't remember the numbers but oh, wait but, dragon ball as in which one do the manga dragon, dragon ball. ball it did yeah, okay sales. it beat it beat dragon ball What I'm oh, looking okay. at, Dragon Ball says 240 million. One Piece says 380 million. Look at that, 380 million. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Yo, I was mind blown by how Nizuma had 8.5 million sales when he first yeah. mentioned it. And this guy is 380 million. <laughs> My God, it's crazy. It's yeah. also interesting that Nizuma's favorite manga is Doraemon, by the way. Wow. Yeah, that I might not agree with. Hmm. Well, it's because we we were exposed to it in a different way. Yeah, we were exposed. Yeah, we had the we had the shitty Hindi dubbing way. beyond yeah. it. Yeah, I can understand why we ended up hating it. <laughs> Between the shitty Hindi dubbing and Nobita crying all the time, time it was just <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and and I also like Miho. Miho is amazing. Eh. Yeah, and it's not. It's not. Did you just air eh, Miho, Adi? No, I agreed. Like uh, oh, I didn't air Miho. Eh. <laughs> I didn't air Miho in the sense like it was a bad character or anything. Okay. Like, he just likes it. Uh, I see. If okay. I ever get a body pillow, that's gonna be Miho on it. No, I'm oh, kidding. My God, damn. Hey, she's too innocent for that. Yeah, Don't she's yeah. too innocent for that. Yeah. That's what I like about the character. We she's gotta protect our innocent. waifus, dude. Yeah. She's she's in, extremely innocent. Yeah. It's, there's no there's no crazy weird sexual thing going on like there is in so many other manga. Is that why you like her? Because she just she just ends up retaining her purity, unlike any other female character. Yeah, both of them, right? Both of them retain their purity without any problems throughout the entire manga. God damn, that's a I, I wouldn't say they're retaining purity in like the. It's just they're like normal people yeah, in a normal they're... story. Yeah, that's what I would say. That's true. Okay. Like innocence. Yeah. Their innocence is maintained, and that 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 for me is like something which I find. At least in our world, is just not there, right? Mm-hmm. I, man, people in my school used to sneak alcohol bottles from their parents, and they used to go to fields and get drunk. <laughs> and they got caught for that. Yeah. Yeah. <coughs> and all I could think of was, what dumbasses would do this right next to the damn school? Yeah, dude. Well, school was all about like, hey, you want to do this, huh? You want to try that? Yeah. And that's what it was. Yeah. Just the full rebel phase. and these guys have such a 
such yeah. a pure relationship so just again by pure i mean that innocent relationship not like yeah it's just really really i don't know it's like it's like longing for something that has changed too much in this world if you might yeah say it like that's that. true it's like i wish they wholesome were, yeah i wish there was more wholesome stuff like that in our <laughs> world but unfortunately it just seems to be diminishing day by day yeah on the other and, hand takagi's romance with uh, miyoshi is so weird right <laughs> because he's just like eh, i'll date you i guess <laughs> i know and right then, and then and then he, she's like you i i want to get married and he's like eh, i'll marry you <laughs> i guess very really one sided <laughs> well i think it's always because you when the first time they come to takagi the who's the other girl who comes and says like i like you but you have to stop doing manga or something right Iba Iba yeah, yeah. Hmm. and that's why i think he cho- and uh, this uh, what's her name i forgot Who? Miyoshi Miyoshi yeah. was like doesn't matter what you do right Yeah That's why he chose Miyoshi and even in the end he said I'll marry you because I think he gets caught with the other author right Yeah that's yeah yeah Aoki 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 yeah when when they are trying to work yeah, on yeah, that yeah. manga mm-hmm. yeah exactly. I think that's when he says I'll marry you Yeah of course <laughs> Yeah it's just a very weird relationship <laughs> like does he not want to be in the relationship does he want to be in the I'm just very confused but eventually yeah. It I think after a point out. he just gave so much commitment that he was like fuck it I'm mm-hmm. in the relationship now. Yeah basically. He just played he along and he's like yeah well guess I have Did to Yeah we are. Hmm. But yeah I think Miho is very good. She she is independent which is a which is not something you see in a lot of manga <coughs> Sakura. <laughs> and uh, she she's she has very clear she's very strong she knows what she wants to do. she's very adamant about things which she wants to do but she's mm. also very caring when it comes to it ah she's a she's a voice actress who doesn't want to do model shoots which I'm, might be a plus again retaining that innocence of her dream uh-huh. because both them had this dream when they were young right it wasn't a dream they got when they became older mm. so yeah. them them retaining and maintaining that and growing that innocence of their dream it's like very important for me in the manga because they they think it's easy and then they go into this world where shit's really about to hit them and they could exactly. be sexualized they could be overworked they could be anything could happen and these guys still kept their innocent dreams mm. going which i think is very very important to the manga that i think yeah, it gives it a lot of its charm it's almost too perfect i think which makes it amazing yeah yeah so it's almost too fictional yeah it, it, it actually just I think that's what gives it its charm that that yeah. know, attracts you the way these characters are written. In fact, I'll tell you what my brother. For those of you who don't know, I mean, I've never spoken about him before. But my brother, who lives in the same house with me, read Bakuman, and I remember him telling me when he got to this, when he got to some of the more romantic parts in Bakuman. Hmm. I, I already finished it, and he told me if these two end up together and get married, I will be disappointed. I would. I would have oh. wasted the entire manga <laughs> if that happened. <laughs> and I was like, "Excuse me, you know that's the end goal, right?" He's like, "Yeah, but I'm expecting a twist. I don't think they'll get married. Nah. I'm expecting reality reality to hit. I'm expecting a twist." And I was like, "We don't. I'm not going to spoil it for you." Yeah. And he read it, and then he closes. He closes the app. I mean, he closes the book that he bought legally. Yes. And uh, <laughs> he puts it down, and he just turns to me with a shaky voice. He's like. Wow, it's done so well. <laughs> oh, I was like, are you going to cry? I just got goosebumps when you said that. Yeah, I was like, are you going to cry? He's like, so emotional. They did it so well. My God. And 
<laughs> I was just going to say, right, like in our world where everything that we watch and everything that we read is so full of fiction, mm-hmm. we are just mm-hmm. so starved of a reg- simple, you know, story of ascension yeah. where everyone meets their dreams and everyone has a really happy end. We are just right? so starved of it that at the end of the manga, we're like, fuck, <laughs> oh, it actually happened. I I feel happy, but I feel sad that it happened. And we, we are kind of expecting a twist all along, but we get... We just get robbed of that twist, and instead we are given this nice, good, pure thing in the end, and it and it just feels a bit surreal for first time readers of Bakuman. That's certainly what I felt, anyways. Yeah, I mean, I didn't I didn't expect a twist to be honest. I was like, these two are gonna get married yeah. for sure. I was like, yeah, if they don't get married, on. I'm going to riot. I need yeah. to see them married. <laughs> And uh, it's so powerful. I still remember the last page, the last yeah. chapter. It's like embedded in my head. Yeah, that's true. Mm. And it is one of the... Okay, wait, we're getting a little... Okay, characters. Yeah. Okay. Character, but I will yeah. just say this. It's one of the only good manga endings that I've read. One of the I only agree. good ones. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sorry. Anyway. Like, okay, to be honest, I, I remember what the last panel is, right? But then I, I remember just bits of it. I, I know there was Miho's face in the last panel. And... That's all that I remember from it. And right now I want to just go to the last chapter and kind of see what the last panel is. But I don't want to do that because I know I'm already midway of Bakum and I just want to finish it off properly because it's just that good, right? <clears throat> just that it's in, the, it's in the thick of it and I don't want to spoil it for myself, even though I know right. what's going to happen. Audi is becoming yeah. a true weeb. This is how we know Audi. Proud of you. <laughs> you can I, I'd say... I'd say no. It's a it's a really good story. So I'm just it's good. To yeah, that. it's happening. But you yeah. cannot skip. You cannot skip other beep suggestions that you get from here just because you're reading Bakuman again. Yeah. Yeah, I won't okay. skip it. But then hey, let's see. You hear that, guys? Sorry, doesn't want this podcast to go on. But yeah. Anyway. Mm-hmm. The, okay. Now let's talk about the story inside the stories. Okay. Oh, okay. The manga that was being written by the mangaka in Bakuman. Yes, yes. What are your thoughts? Which one's your favorite? Let's go. Let's get into the nitty gritty. Let's do that. My favorite of all the ones I read is Crow. I, no, I love Crow. Okay, Crow is okay. amazing. But at that time when I was reading, the one I enjoyed the most personally was PCP. That's true. Oh, PCP was really I good. love PCP. Because like, I think as a kid also, like I think I grew up reading a lot of mystery, like, you know, the famous Five yeah, Secret yeah. Sevens, Enid Blyton's, and you like, you go to the Hardy Boys, Blyton, you go to the Hardy Boys and all that. You, and I think PCP fits that, but it like merges the Japanese manga culture with that mystery aspect. And there are these little kids who are like, I think it makes it real. I think I really enjoyed the PCP manga. I think that's my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, PCP was a really mm-hmm. good like, uh, that mm. story. Blew- I, it wasn't PCP the one where they where they uh, followed Hattori through his day before they wrote oh, yeah, it, yeah. and they they tried to make sure he yeah. wouldn't find them. And they, he wouldn't find yeah, them. That, yeah. that, was, that was very memorable. <laughs> I think they did that very well. PCP was. It was like this kids mystery spy thing, which made it really yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And they actually tried it out themselves. And also, yeah, it's did. it's in Japan, right? So you need to be careful of even what you call a perfect exactly. crime and do it. So uh-huh. I think they handled that aspect of it very well as well. Ari, yeah. what's your favorite manga? Sid, wait, do you, li- do you like anything else? Any other honorable mentions, if not second or honorable third? Honorable mentions, license? I would say uh, the, the Two Worlds manga. I really yes. love the concept, even though it didn't get approved technically in the... Yeah. 
but I really love the concept. Like it took simulation theory to a new level. And at that at that point when we were reading it, I was like, "Holy shit, this is crazy! Yeah. Is this true?" <laughs> and Crow, of course, yeah. Do you remember Future Watch? Sid? Future Watch? No, I don't remember that. I think this guy's dad leaves him two watches, and he can go into the future based on that. He oh, can go was, eight oh. minutes into the future. Oh, okay. I I think I forgot about that one. Yeah, ah, okay. but that seems pretty interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Audi. What about you? I think I like Otters Eleven. I just wanted to see what Otters Eleven <laughs> could evolve into. Otters Eleven and uh, Crow. Otters Eleven is such a it's such an enigma, isn't it? Mm. Because you, you yeah. don't you know it has otters. You don't but know anything are, else about it. <laughs> they're people. They're yeah, that's what otter people. Yeah, they're otter, otter people. people living their lives, trying yeah. to do but things. You like literally don't thing, know like anything head. else about it. You yeah. can see in some panels, you can see otters yeah. like kicking humans, <laughs> and you still, and you still have no idea what the hell Otters Eleven is. Yeah. But yeah, Otters Eleven is yeah. very interesting. How come? Okay, already yeah. go on. Finish. I shall let you. Otters Eleven simply because I wanted to see what Otters Eleven would be like IRL, but yeah, yeah also like the, the. What was the chapter where they had the hundred thousand, hundred billion some minutes thing? I forgot yeah, the. Yeah. I think that I wanted to see come into reality as well. Well, see, doesn't do you remember that story? It's actually quite similar to the manga story we came up with. <laughs> oh no, I don't remember that. The one with the minutes, your life. It's basically you have. Uh, oh, up was to, it? Up Holy till shit, age, dude. up till age fifteen, you you are exempt from this, and once you hit the age of fifteen, you are given like a hundred billion minutes or something. To live oh, with. I don't, I don't know. I think I remember this one. Yeah. It's something like I think you use the minutes. It's something like just in time that movie. Yeah, so, sort of like time, that. Yeah. But but you know what I'm talking about. You know that I secret know project we've been working on. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> we will be for on. the future too. <laughs> yeah, yep, yep. Mm. I think okay, Crow. Yeah. The only reason I like Crow is because there was one panel they showed of Ag drawing out the main character for Crow, and mm-hmm. I really really like the art of that. Uh, that one panel, and I wanted to see what Crow was would would have been like. Crow is, yeah. I also like the concept of his zombie, the one he makes later. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, really yeah, concept. I don't remember yeah. that bit. I think that comes mm-hmm. way later on because I've not reached that part yet. Yeah. But yeah, Crow was, was the zombie it? thing a part of Crow or was it another manga? No, it was a, it was his manga after it was competing with Reversi, I think it was the one where it was a zombie who has like human feelings. And oh yeah, yeah, to get, like, that's the one yeah, I was yeah, talking yeah. about before. Okay, I got ah, I thought okay, it was okay. part of Crow. I got confused. Okay, ah, my bad. Mm-hmm. But how come neither of you said Reversi? Bro, I like River. I I like Reversi because it has that it has the concept of the good and the bad and all. Yeah, but, I mean, but for me, PCP just the, stands out. In yeah. the manga, Reversi is like the manga. <laughs> It makes me think of Inuyashiki now if I think about it. Yeah, it's actually very true. Yeah. I personally don't remember Reversi yet that much. Ah. Hence the rereading. Well, Audi, Reversi those is who the don't manga. know. Since we're saying spoilers yeah. anyway. Yeah. Uh, is Can I say which... Inuyashiki is by uh, Oku Hiroya who also made Gans. You should check that out. Future episode coming. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> now you can continue. From what I've heard, I definitely be making an episode on that. <laughs> well, Audi has to read it. That's going to take a lot of yeah. his sanity and a lot of his time. So hopefully, mm-hmm. we can get it done. Yeah, what were you saying, bro? My dog is growling here again. Dog, shut up. 
Bro, he's sharing his opinions. Uh, his opinions don't matter. He's quite, <laughs> wow. So he hasn't read any of the manga we're talking about. He's just trying uh-huh. to butt into the conversation, <laughs> wants to feel important. Anyway, yeah, River C. I think River C is the one for me because it River C is like a combination of everything they learn. Mm-hmm. It has humor. It has it has emotional moments. It has fighting. It's shonen, but not shonen. Mm, that's true. <laughs> And they went into detail with that, right? So you could basically say it's Obata's fourth manga, which is shonen but not shonen, because River mm-hmm. C was shown in a lot of detail. You had a lot of the plot being revealed. You had the finale actually being shown as a two-page spread in the yeah. manga itself. Like that's crazy. The amount of effort they put into that is just really crazy. It's it's sort of like this, what's going on with Aganim right now in Dota. Mm-hmm. You know, as Aganim is a new hero who's not a new hero. We're not sure. But like that, yeah. it's a new manga that actually could have been a manga. They could have, they could have stopped Bakuman and continued Reverse and nobody would have even thought about it for a second. They'd be like, oh, true. they're showing their new manga here. Okay, <laughs> let's read it. It would have been really good. But yeah, Reverse for me. And I also... <laughs> okay, no, none of you are like Detective Trap. That's what I was, I was going to say. Ah, okay. I was going to say Trap is like a... It's not like I didn't like it. Mm-hmm. But it, it was like eh, for me. It was like okay. I think PCP is much better than Detective. Yeah, PCP. Is much... But it was their it was their most popular manga, right? Yeah, and also mm-hmm. also the this thing they make the gag manga they make. Oh yeah, I don't remember. But yeah, I, I think I know what you're it. talking about. Mm-hmm. I I don't know. There are two manga. Right? I don't know if this got approved or not. But basically, there's a there's a grandfather who invents things for his grandson. And he has oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah th- that I, I think that was that is a story I would have legit watched. I wonder. I if... think I would have read all their stories, dude. They're so interesting. Yeah. I wonder if Detective mm. Trap was supposed to be like a parallel of Detective Conan or something. Maybe. Are they similar? I've never seen Detective Conan actually. I don't think it's similar. I don't think it's similar, but then I don't know. Detective Conan See, is seeing like... as how. Bakuman had so many references in it. it I, mm-hmm. I wouldn't. <clears throat> I wouldn't find it. Uh, this thing. Detective Conan is about this genius detective who eats like this pill and becomes a kid. So he's stuck as a kid and he helps the this solve c- crimes and oh, stuff. Okay, then. The then no. Yeah. Oh, no, I thought it would be like a reference because Conan. Meanwhile, also finding out who turned him into a kid and trying mm-hmm. to become an adult again. What were you saying, Audrey? Sorry. That sounds I suspiciously th- like reborn. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I thought it was like a reference, you know, seeing as though there uh, were so many references, this probably would have, Detective Trap could have been like a reference to one of the more popular detective style mangas. Yeah, maybe. Probably could be, yeah. But Still also, on, holy sh- also, also, mm-hmm. what's it called? Uh, oh shit, what's the name? Fukuda's manga, something Kiyoshi. Oh, dude, I, I, you just read it, so you'll have a better idea. Ah, uh, shit, I, I forgot the name. Oh, uh, Kiyoshi Knight. Knight Kiyoshi Knight, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would oh, love yeah. that. I would love to read that. It's it, it's a little enigmatic because they don't explain in detail what it's about, but mm-hmm. I'd love to read that as well. It sounds like they're fights, sounds like they're motorbike chases, it sounds like they're panty shots. I really want to see <laughs> over there. Yeah, it seems like a fun manga. Yeah. That's something you do. And and after after you told me about Ichigo 100 percent I yes. want to read Aoki's second the I forgot what it's called, Leaves of the New Greaves, the green leaves of something. 
Um, no, I, I am very bad with names since you I haven't read it in a while. Names. Yeah. But. Yeah, tell me. Tell me. What happened? One sec. I'm just searching. Oh, time of green leaves. Time of greenery. A time of greenery, right? It was. It was an etchy manga. Yeah, I yeah. want to read that as well. <laughs> Yeah, I think that sounds like something that is that is by Ichigo. Yeah, with all the panty shots. Yep, yep. Hmm. I really want to see because it's like a. Uh... What did you guys think of uh, color fusical? That. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't I have like no it, idea I what that is. Uh, I, uh, you know, Kogi, right? The the this thing, the music star that shows up. Uh huh. Ah, so he ended up writing, uh, writing, writing a manga <laughs> called Color Fusical. Okay. Just for the whim of it, just look it up. There, there are like panels and shit. I think I forgot. And about I, this I, I just way. brought it in just to see what your reaction. See, I only remember the important mangas worth remembering. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> makes sense. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, but yeah. Uh... Sorry, yeah, Anyways. yeah. Basically, yeah. I Aoki's manga. That's something I really want to mm-hmm. check out. Anyway, basically, we want to read every manga that they've mentioned. No, that's not what particularly. Not every. Not everything. Like, like the ones that stood I out. Want to yeah. Of course not. Hide out mm-hmm. door. I'm not really interested in. Mm-hmm. But yeah, even even business boy Kenichi, the guy, the, the their assistant Takahama, I think. Yeah, what yeah. he makes even that isn't like particularly interesting. I mean, I'd love to try mm-hmm. it. I love to try manga of any kind, but I'm like, okay, I don't. Even if I don't read that, I don't feel like I'm missing out. But Ashiro, Monto, yeah. everything, and Ag, everything, and everything. Yeah, this Aoki's mm-hmm. basically hundred percent of the Bakuman world. <laughs> Man, we're gonna have some it. fun recommendations at the end of this. I know, right? <laughs> some real fun recommendations. Anyways, yeah. Okay. Let's continue. Yeah. So manga. Uh, we talked about the manga. Let's talk about the manga ka who mm. who this was inspired. But we already went through them. You know the. Yeah. We already went through them. Yeah. I already talked about Oba a little, right? Yeah. Like, about his life <clears throat> and so even to talk a little mm. more like if so to talk about Oba a little more. He basically started out. He won the award at seventeen. And then he spent all these years trying to get somewhere, working with different authors and different mangas. You know, he struggled a lot. He was trying to get to the top because, as we know, the manga industry either at the top or you're like nowhere, right? Because mm. yeah. we talked about the people who struggle every day. And he was 28 when he made like Hikaru no Go, like the anime that became popular. Mm. Repeating myself, yeah. But he worked on a lot of good stuff. Like, you know, do you know he worked on this manga called All You Need Is Skill, which is an amazing manga. Mm-hmm. And it insp- it inspired a movie called Edge of Tomorrow, the Tom Cruise one. Which is a good movie, but it was inspired by All You Need Is Skill. Oh, All You Need Is Skill. Yeah, and I had no idea when I saw Edge of Tomorrow. I was like, oh, it's a pretty cool movie. I actually enjoyed, it, but I was like, holy shit, it's by Obata. All You Need Is Skill that I read later, mm-hmm. and All You Need Is Skill is much better. So you should definitely read that if you like the film. Okay, which must read. Yeah, I have All yeah. this time as well. All- all you need is skill. I thought it was all yeah. you need is skill. No, like S K I L. All I need is skill. Yes, yeah. <laughs> but still, and 
I think uh, also like he had issues with his apparently his assistant who was Watsuki Nobuhiro. He went on and while he was working made a series Roroni Kenshin which became popular as hell. Mm-hmm. And Obata felt worse because his assistant was finding so much fame when he wasn't recognized yet. So he went through a lot of depression and stuff. Oh, damn. But damn. I think his story reflects uh, Mashiro's story also pretty well. And that's why I like Obata a lot like as an artist because even though he kept trying, he didn't give up. And even though he reached fame at a later age, like I think he deserves it. All the hard work and practice he's done. And apparently some of the manga, like assistants that worked under him right now are like great mangaka, you know. Huh. Like Yusuke Murata, the mangaka for One Punch Man, who's very popular right now. He was an assistant for Obata. Hmm. So what? Yeah, Yabuki oh. Kentaro. The, he, he he has a very popular manga called Tula Vru, which is like a very popular like romance manga. Huh. So a pretty popular oh. mangakas have oh, yeah. it worked gets, under him. It gets yeah. referenced in Bakuman as well. Tula Vru. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's someone's favorite manga, mm. right? I don't remember. Yeah. One of the editors. But, mm. dude, the art style for All You Need Is Kill looks damn good. Yeah, it looks... It's it's an amazing... You, you all should actually read it. So, he's done some pretty... He's... Ooh. Like, he's actually... He's had this amazing journey where he's, like, been through so much and still tried. And I think his peak was also when he had the big exhibition in Niigata, the city where he was born. I remember this. He has this exhibition where he featured all his artworks and illustrations he had made. Because he did a lot of cover art for Jump and illustrations. And I wish at the time, I think I told Bru also, dude, we should go to Obata's exhibition. Yeah. We were both like, oh shit, we'll never go there. We missed it. It's done. And we are crying about it. I remember, dude. But Obata is... Am- and Oba, I don't think we know anything about him. <laughs> but Obata... Has he not I think, ever spoken out or anything like that towards... His fans? No, no one, no one knows anything about him. Yeah, he's God like the, it's deeply kept secret. Yeah, I thought we didn't even know if it was a, it was male or female. Like if he was male. Or female. Yeah, we didn't know. We just say he because the name sounds masculine. I guess. Yeah, I guess Obata sounds masculine as yeah. far as I know. Hmm. Anyway, yeah, I mean, and we're talking about Oda. Yeah, Oda of course, of course is. He's a prodigy, yeah. Yeah, and nothing not else that, to say but about I it. I would like to say that, so obviously, Izuma. Everyone thinks he's a genius. Everyone appreciates him, but I'd have to say the way the jump office got changed by or by Nezuma mm-hmm. is, I think, the same way Oda changed Jump, because One Piece undoubtedly changed the very fabric of Jump because it gave them a single series that has been going on for 24 years. Yeah. And it has never wavered. It's always in the top. Mm-hmm. It's literally the best manga in Jump right now. It is. And I think it's also different from other like Shonen Jump manga, you know, if we talk about that as a category. Yeah, I mean, it's... Uh, it, there. Are, I don't know how many pirate-based manga there are actually, but... I'm pretty and, sure and you, many, no, many one. Even talking about the in. story and the characters and the style and the way he like talk, like way he writes dialogue and unfolds the story is very different from normal shonen jump manga mm. that we yeah, read, that's I true. would say. Also, yeah. also, I think Oda has this habit of working backwards from things as well because he's, mm-hmm. he already has an end in mind before he writes the rest of the story. For example, if I remember, I, re- 
<laughs> no, I, I'm sure of it because I remember he he had Mihawk as the ending of One Piece, uh-huh. right? And he said One Piece will be over in five years, okay? Uh. And Mihawk would be the final boss. They would be, yeah. defeat Mihawk, and that would be the final thing they did. Mm. And then when he reached that point, he was like, "I can't have them fight Mihawk so soon and end it." What? <laughs> so. I mean, I think he's planned out the ending and he's going backwards mm-hmm. and he just, he does so much yeah. research for everything. He, he does, he does everything so well. He uh, thinks, thinks ahead. He has a lot of foresight about these things and it, it really shows you how people at jump view Oda, right? Because people at jump in the, in the in Bakuman view Nizuma, like he's, mm-hmm. he's not even human. He's just like, they're in awe of him constantly. And I think it's the same for Oda, the way he's actually treated on the floor of Jump. Yeah. Because most copies of manga sold, one of the most influential manga, one of the most, lo- one of the longest running manga. I think posters are just there. Even in, even in oh, Bakuman, yeah. posters of One Piece are there in Jump, in the office. So you can see, you can just imagine what a great honor it must have been for these two guys when Death Note actually managed to compete with One Piece. Yeah, it must have been crazy. Yeah, I it, think it's, uh, I think even, I think even when he beats it, I think Nizuma just appreciates it, right? He doesn't have like this, oh, fuck you kind of thing, right? Mm. He, he yeah, just wants cool. to keep, and I he just wants to keep the race think, going on, yeah. Yeah, I also think like, uh, I think when Nizuma also differs from Oda is, Oda is stuck to one manga throughout, but Nizuma yeah, gets bored and he keeps switching, you know. Mm. He, it is different. He doesn't get bored and keep switching. He he handles two manga. He handles Crow and the manga with uh, Iwase at, at the same yeah, time. Yeah, but did, didn't and then, they bring him to like do yellow hit or something in the beginning, but then he's like, no, I'm just going to do Crow. Yeah, but that's yeah. because he didn't yeah. like yellow. He liked... Uh, yeah. Much. I wouldn't say he got bored of it, mm-hmm. but yeah, okay, I get your and, point. Yeah, yeah. But then again, Oda did work on different and manga before eventually settled down with One Piece. So he did, really? yeah. Maybe, maybe Nizuma yeah, actually... is done with Zombie Gun. <laughs> yeah. We don't know. Right. Mm. With which ones? What? No, the Bruce said that the Oda wrote Oda worked for different mangas as well, right? Yeah, didn't he work for uh, Akira Toriyama? Yeah, he worked for a lot of people yeah. and he also uh, tried a different manga. Before. I think it was about Cowboys or something. <clears throat> if mm. I'm not wrong. I think uh, Oda tried a different manga first. Oh, oh so wait, like... Did, did he also work like an assistant? Did he also yeah, 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 of course. Of course. Yeah. Oh. He's even like somebody is somebody, one of his fans after One Piece started getting popularity. One of his fans noticed that uh, his name was there in one of the manga he worked on. And they were like, oh, you worked here. Oh, so cool. (laughs) And he actually replied saying, yeah, I learned a lot from him. He was very helpful. (laughs) But uh, I think the way people view Nizuma through the manga is how people view Oda in real life. It's like you're watching a literal prodigy with one of the an amazing mind for story walking around and literally just owning everything who can come close to him nobody's nobody's yeah. coming close to him and and even even for death note whatever it did the amount of stuff it did it, it didn't, was 
it couldn't beat one piece for too long it was the, they beat one piece for a few chapters for a few chapters yeah and i think when it was at its peak yeah after that one yeah. piece still reigns why one piece still reigns it did not end it so mm. long no hate on death not yeah. i love the whole thing mm. but even then they couldn't do much to stop the inevitable tide that is oda mm. here so i think i think, I think the only is, way yeah. only way something is coming back on the top is when unfortunately one piece will end <laughs> whenever that happens Oh even, my bad. He didn't work for Toriyama. It was it's like his biggest influence and his favorite series, my bad. Yeah. Okay. Mm. I yeah. just saw that. But yeah, I think what Audi yeah, Audi was saying. Yeah. Just okay, uh, who, an afterthought. Hmm. Yeah, Audi was saying it like people will only be able to reach one piece's level after one piece stops because nothing can reach its level while it's still Yeah, active. that's true. Mhm. And I don't know like I mean if one piece does end obviously Oda has one piece's ending in mind do you think he'll come out with some something after that two piece damn well <laughs> two piece yes <laughs> the expected sequel yeah hey you guys make you guys you guys laugh but there's actually something called two piece where yeah. someone is making a parallel one piece manga and it's supposed <laughs> to be a gag ah my god I think Oda can just retire after one piece and chill out dude. I don't think he will. I don't think Oda can retire. He can but I don't know if he'll finish it. That's my pro- that's my issue. I hope he finishes it. Yeah, of course he will. I think he will finish it and then retire. I, I hope he has time. He has a he lot lives of time. longer. Yeah, yeah, he will. He's really <laughs> taking care of his health nowadays. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, and even the Ichigo 100% Atar, I keep forgetting mm-hmm. her name. I'm so sorry. Kawashita Mizuki. Yeah, like my God, that was a really good addition. Aoki and her, like I can really see how they how how they are similar. You know, the panty shots thing really just drove it home. I was like, yes, it yeah, all know, makes right? sense now. It's uh, it's it. I think I don't know if they were. I don't know how. It's interesting to assume how connected they were in real life than the story. Yeah, I know. Because we have no idea. Yeah, but it would be really cool if all these guys actually connected so well in real life, also, or if they were just references they took. I'm not sure. I mean, I, I would like to think that they were all. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, yeah, they are. They are working under the same roof, technically. Yeah. Would they would meet true. each other at one point just for like understanding each other's work styles? Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Oh. What else? Who else okay. is there? Who else is is an inspiration for someone else? Um, I I think for I think for the mentioned mangakas, that's it, right? If we talk about the references, at least that we know about and we are aware of right now. Hmm? Okay. Also, can we just take a can we just take a minute to mention the number of manga that's been put into this number of references made? Okay. Oh, dude, it's crazy. Like, oh, dude, uh, another. Sorry, sorry to yeah. disturb you. So the the university that Aoki went to. Yeah. You know the name of the. It's called To University. Yeah, To University. Yeah, yeah, it's the same one that Light and L went to, in Death Note. Oh shit! It is. Oh, How crazy! Uh, yeah, connected. it's crazy. <laughs> Speaking of references. <laughs> What? <laughs> okay, I need to Google this right now. <laughs> More dead air. <laughs> It's okay. It's an actual university. What? Yeah. 
Is it oh. an actual university? Oh yeah. What's the spelling? I'm getting the spelling oh. wrong. T O and space O H. Okay, I I put T O H O. Oh, Toho. Yeah, Toho is an actual university, but To O. Yeah. To O, like Ho O. Basically. Yeah. It's a university equivalent of Tokyo University. Oh. Yeah. So now we know. Oh my God! Yeah, they do go to the university. Mm-hmm. It's crazy, dude. <laughs> my god oh i did, i read that chapter like two days ago i how did i not make the connection i know right i just came across it oh. when we were talking about aoki i was like oh yeah shit my god okay yeah hmm. now we're going to read the manga and find niko <laughs> somewhere in there as well we're going to lose our minds even more <laughs> yeah anyway hmm. yeah also yeah wanted to talk about i forgot what i was forgot what i was saying now awkward silence awkward mm-hmm. silence until i can think of what i was going Dead to ask air boy you were ta- you were talking about manga cars inspirations yeah and then we talked about oda and references and then i interrupted you because yeah. i just found something out oh my god <laughs> Okay, yeah, uh, fine. We can talk about that. What it is to be a manga ka? Because mm-hmm. Sid, you and I, we thought being a manga ka was an easy job. Yeah. Yeah. When we when we first read it, we were like, we can do this. <laughs> and then we, as we read Bakuman more and more, we we're like, oh, okay, shit, it really is hard. I mean, that didn't stop us from trying. So props to us yeah. for trying it either way. I think we've tried multiple times and we still haven't succeeded and we yeah. may in the future again who yes. knows hmm. and we shall we shall reveal it to everybody and you have to read it and you have to give us good ratings and then we'll have exactly. an episode about our own manga exactly hmm we follow one making if audi does not read our manga if that happens audi just walked away dude for the yeah. people who are listening audi walked away <laughs> he's sitting in a video call with us and he just left he doesn't want to read our manga yeah he's okay like, he's you back. guys talk i'm leaving he's back pretend it never happened Shh. just just dead air hello sorry <laughs> yeah sorry you have to read our manga yeah i have to read your manga yeah we are going to make a manga and if you don't read that if you're not a, if you're not like just a full on expert on that manga we shall be very very disappointed mm-hmm. and very hurt as your friends yeah is it worth the time oh my god are you asking the real <laughs> questions it's okay are we'll rely on That's... our fans we don't need you hey yeah, right yes. right we need to follow us all how many ever views do we have ah we don't reveal that like, no 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 <laughs> ah, it's a trick i will not fall for it anyway yeah. a couple of views a couple of them a couple of them say yeah. a couple mm-hmm. Also, maybe Bruce fourteen accounts, but a couple. Hey, <laughs> please! It's becoming obvious that's my fourteen <laughs> accounts. Please, somebody else uh-huh. like the damn page. <laughs> but why? Uh, yeah. I okay. Think... So. Hmm. Okay. One one thing I really wanted to talk about was the message the manga sends out. Right now, after mm-hmm. a brief conversation with Audi about this topic recently. I realize that I think we have all gotten different messages out of the manga. So I'm going to ask you, Sid, what message did you get from this manga? What do you think the manga was trying to tell you as you read it? 
I think I talked about this in the beginning also of the podcast, but even to talk about more in detail, I think what I got from the manga was like basically like you know you don't have to follow what everyone's saying. You don't have to do what you don't like. Just do whatever you want. Go for it. You know, mm. balls to the wall, but with you know <laughs> with some knowledge and just try as hard as you can. I think you'll achieve it, which is what my innocent self thought. Mm-hmm. But even though now, as we've grown up and things have changed and life sucks and blah 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 and things have become harder, thank you, Adi, for interrupting me. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we would still say, I, I think I would still say, we still have that fire somewhere. I think rereading Bakuman, I think rekindles it yeah, for you. Yeah. I don't think it's dead, but I think Bakuman also has contributed to that fire that started in us mm-hmm. to do something on our own, you know, to make something ourselves. I think that's the biggest inspiration that I, the biggest message I would say that I, I get from the manga. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. Audi, what about mm-hmm. you? What do you think? I think that uh, everyone starts off at ground zero, right? And we th- we throughout reading the whole manga, you get this impression that every single artist that you see is a professional and that they are just you know out of this world. But at some point, they also had to start, right? So. I the message I got anyways was that you know I if I'm going to be if I'm going to want to do something I it will take some time it will take a lot of time and even though in the manga it shows like you know there have been a lot of skips of time and it happens really fast in reality there will be years that will go by and it will you have to learn you have to get your base and it can be just about anything as Sid said it mm-hmm. so long as you have a passion for it and you are ready to learn more about it. you will gen- generally become good at it at some point and the persistence uh, persistence would be the one key that i one one thing that i got out of it these guys stuck on to what they did they they didn't get swayed over by people saying things like yeah you know you shouldn't do manga you should just stick to the regular routine that you have and frankly it's not something that any one of us here have followed since we were in school we just like to do our own shit and then you know obviously we get scolded for it but then we just play it off and then we try to we continue doing our own shit we don't really care about it and it's it's that persistence that will, that you want to keep going on no matter what mm-hmm. it what it is you do it could be fucking sit does animation i'm doing 3d modeling bro could be writing <laughs> <laughs> But, no, but you get I think, the idea, right? It's yeah, persistence, persistence. Exactly. We just, I think, even like we talk about this when we do projects, right? I think when we we like the first thing we say is like, yeah, let's just do it, you know, let's do it. We figure mm. out the problems and if we can do it or not later, or if we are doing it. But we always like agree straight up because something exciting and you say, like, yeah, just let's just do it. What's stopping us? Let's try it out, right? I mean, yeah, I'll say that what's stopping us part comes and hits us pretty hard in it the face. It is so yeah. that hurts, but yeah. still, yeah. I think it's the let's do it attitude that's yeah. pretty. Yeah, that's important. And yeah. the more often than not, we'll just think of many things before and rather rather than doing mm-hmm. it, and that's what discourages many people from doing what it is they like. I don't think many people get to the let's do it stage. Yeah, they they just think I'm about sure. shit mm-hmm. like yeah, like these guys didn't think about what the repercussions would be if they defied. people like iwase their parents wishes and shit like that they they just said fuck it you want to do manga i'll also do manga let's just 
try to make yeah. a hit series in the end and <laughs> although they got although already i would say that you're choosing the wrong people to say everyone starts at ground zero they did not start at ground zero have you seen his drawings have you seen <laughs> mashiro's drawings at the start yeah that yeah, he was a genius true. yeah it's well, almost and have you seen his manga by a pro studio mangaka. yeah Dude, that manga studio, holy yeah. shit, that blew my mind. I that, wanted to yeah. be there. I would pay to sit oh. inside and just read all the manga. They uh, have Joe. Right. They have Joe in there. I want oh. Joe. Dude, I would just sleep. I would live there. Dude, I don't care. I would leave that place. Yeah, that I was know. paradise when we first saw that. It Anyways, was paradise yeah. all through it. Did you notice? <laughs> yeah. Every time they have an issue published in Jump, they add it to their collection. So basically, that collection is in- just keeps increasing day by day. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, right in the studio or in the office in the studio oh the studio i'm pretty sure the office has at least one of every edition of every issue that they have yeah huh. of course yeah oh my god that would be a warehouse a mm-hmm. they have all the warehouse. all the drafts and everything yeah yeah but yeah we so we did try that manga and we did we did think the same thing like you know we can do it we should mm-hmm. send the manga mm-hmm. in for jump Actually, if you remember the last time we tried it, we were wondering how to speak to them, and you were like, "I think I know enough Japanese to talk. I'll talk." <laughs> Big mistake. <laughs> and we were going to call uh, Jump, but then I was waking up too late every day, and we would miss the yeah. deadline every single day. Yeah. Ah, fun times. Mm. We tried. We tried. Yeah, Didn't I, we email them, or did we? I think we must have emailed I them. I think we must have emailed them because we usually them. email people without yeah, caring. Without, what yeah, we don't. Say. We don't think about it. We just send out <laughs> emails, and then we're like, "Ha, yeah. okay, let's see what happens." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I, see, aside from the ground zero part, Audi, I do agree with you. Persistence is something that is being taught. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's, it's all. It's like as you said, sir. It's about that. Don't give up. You can do it. Even if the world is against you, you can do it. Yeah. It's just constant motivation to do something. But again, mm. also there's a lot of innocent love being shown, and I don't know. That's this is true. this is the ideal version of love, is what the authors think it is. Mm-hmm. But it's a lot of innocent love. It's shown in a very nice way. It's not just like anyone can make it seem innocent, right? You can you can use a different yeah. They can use the cliches and everything. Yeah. yeah. But they've mm-hmm. shown it in a very nice light, and they've shown it in a very interesting way. I feel like mm-hmm. I feel like they want this sort of love to be a more prominent thing and it's not only the love between mashiro and miho or yeah. takagi and miyoshi it's also between everybody how they treat each other as friends mm. how they how they actually help out when they, like for example mm-hmm. when uh, mashiro goes to the hospital everybody yeah. says and the editor says he's going to be on hiatus everybody says we will go on hiatus until you get this guy back on to jump that's true yeah mm-hmm. yeah i remember that yeah mm-hmm. i don't think that sort of solidarity is there in the real world Maybe I'm wrong, but I don't think it's as, it's think, as common a thing. In the real no, world. I think your what you're talking about with relationships, like maybe it like companionship or like friends or like girlfriends or anything. I think it's still too like fictional and perfect for the real world. Yeah, yeah, of yeah. course, of course. But that's what I'm saying. So it's that's an ideal think, version of it. Yeah, I don't think it's something it's, we can we can like try to achieve. I don't know. I don't. It plays can on we as not, a classical romance. Not, because I'm not sure. It's all because seems, it's if you make a change. Yeah. Somebody else might make a change, and that might start a re- chain reaction that, where it might things might improve a bit, if not by a lot. Exactly. It's it's something that's still too. It's not impossible, it's, but at yeah. our age, everyone is just very cynical for this shit. I don't think a pure romance. Let's start like with this. trying to leave our houses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I I think I, know, I think that's what they were saying. I think 
they, they had too much I mean, of innocence in mm-hmm, the manga mm-hmm. yeah i agree it works for, out at for, that age because you don't know what you're getting into and you kind of think that yeah you know any romance would be perfect and it would be bookish like like the shit you read so it makes sense yeah, that dude. it would play out that way when he's 15 to 18 but at at our ages i don't think it would be possible to make that change as such yeah of course i it think would. it's still it's still possible but i i, I don't very, i very don't know dim about chance i think it's i think it should be possible like i'm yeah. with, i'm with them over there that's mm. what life should mm-hmm. be like It's, very, it's, nice. it's still very utopian but i think it's possible yeah, i yeah, wouldn't say it's impossible yeah yeah because it this doesn't rely on governments ne- needing to not be corrupt or something <laughs> exactly. like that right yeah. it just relies on regular <laughs> people being nice to each other exactly yeah, yeah. which i think is definitely possible mm. uh, the, the internet might have made it worse but yeah okay Maybe. anyway so what about recommendations and okay i'm going to start this this time okay all the recommendations sure. go ahead yeah now they in in the manga they talk about ashtano jo which i think everybody should read it's a sports Definitely. manga it's about boxing it's one of the most iconic manga in manga history ashtano jo should be read already have you read ashtano jo no already you have to read ashtano jo have to read yeah. yes and it's beautiful and they actually make quite a few references to it because there's also a scene where mashiro gets called by miho and he's he calls up takagi and says i feel like ashta i feel like joe in his last bat- last fight and <laughs> mm-hmm. takagi gets really Oof. concerned because sid knows what i'm yeah, talking about yeah exactly i also know what you're talking about oh, okay you know that it's in the last chapter yeah oh yeah okay yeah. Mm. and it, yeah even i think when he calls up his dad he talks about ashta no joe it's apparently his favorite manga in the manga as well, well mm. yeah what, yeah so ashta no joe that's definitely one of my recommendations other things they mention bills above which they say won the tezuka award or you know which they, they do, won, yeah, yeah. won a golden yeah. globe award mm-hmm. whatever it the tezuka the bills above is an amazing manga it's a very shonen very funny very shonen very funny yeah and already read it recently so that's going to be going to have an upcoming episode, episode about it sometime so you should read it and be prepared okay and then we're going to have to go into death note obviously if you you should read death note after reading this one piece you have to read one piece one piece please what else do i got i think that's pretty much it said what mm-hmm. do you have i say i would say if you like obai nobata you can read the newest you can read platinum end give that a try oh yeah platinum the Platinum newest collaboration it's pretty, pretty cool yeah yeah you can try that out you can read uh, obas old work like you can read hikaru no go if you want it's pretty good you can read all you need a skill these are pretty good mangas i would say and i think if uh, that's it cuz i'm only thinking bakuman and we are talking about bakuman so i'm only yeah, going to talk about these artists and their work you need to read ichigo 100% eric oh, yeah, sorry, needs to shit. read ichigo 100% or have you read ichigo 100%, 100%? no nah. oh my god that's good that's going to be our next god, episode man. we're changing plans next episode <laughs> is going plans. to be ichigo 100% ichigo 100% we're definitely going to do an episode on that hmm. uh, it was it, it was also a very important manga i think we read when we were when we were at that stage when we were reading mangas every year yeah my god it is it is <laughs> it defines one era of manga it's crazy exactly so we'll talk about that but yeah i think these are good recommendations yeah and but these are varying recommendations like the, you, you can mm-hmm. it's all over the place it covers a lot of genres so you'd be covers a lot of genres also yeah. another another manga which has been 
mentioned multiple times on Bakuman is Reborn. Katekeshi Hitman Reborn. Mm-hmm. Read that. Yeah. It is. It actually shows an amazing way. Amazing. Uh, you know. What do I call it? I, I can't give a spoiler, but <laughs> okay. It, it basically they talk about it in Bakuman and. They say how amazing the manga is for the route it took to reach its peak, mm-hmm. and it's really amazing. So, Hitman is de- Reborn is definitely definitely one manga re- Reborn. You yeah. can talk about you can read anything we've mentioned like throughout the manga. I think they're all good. Like, if you want, you can read Inuyashiki. If you want, you can read like uh, Punpun. If you want, these all really good mangas. And it's not restricted to any one genre. Exactly. Like mm-hmm. Overall. Mm-hmm. But yeah, any any closing it. thoughts? Yeah. Uh, you all should also read the upcoming manga by Sid and Brew. Hey! <laughs> hey what? What are you talking about? Dude, never yeah. heard of that. Are you sure? Never we cracked the jokes here. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> okay, oh. Audi, Audi's final thoughts are over. Sid, any final thoughts? Yeah. I, w- I, I, I would like to change topics and talk about something that we figure we read about today. Okay, yes. About a website that shaped our... Uh, interest in anime and manga since yes. when we were young can we talk about that in detail we can can we shed uh, a tear and cry a little we Bro? can we can Expl- announce it <laughs> you want me to yeah okay so i think today we i woke up in the morning i told bro about it when we were talking about this we found out that uh, kiss anime was uh, taken down forever for good I don't know and if it's forever. I shall believe it will come back someday, but it is down at least for the foreseeable future. Yeah, and which that means, hurts us. Mm. Which means we can't see... I mean, okay, maybe Kiss Anime is not a totally legit site, but yeah. get flagged. it was one of the best sites that we I had. I miss playing those matching memory games, okay? Yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> but I think we, we watched... I, th- I don't think we'd be exposed to as much if we didn't have websites and sources like that. That's true. Where we live in India, like I think you can talk about it after this, like we don't, we as kids, like we got the general like Pokemon, Drag- Pokemon, Dragon Ball, all that stuff, right? But we couldn't go deep into it as like yeah, Japan, get, I guess, America was exposed to. Yeah, we, we, we would never know One Piece would exist. We'd never find like I don't know. We'd never find Bakuman also. We'd never be able to read manga. That's forget true. watching anime, right? So basically. Even piracy was the only option we had. Piracy was the option, and you may see it as bad or good depending on your perspective. But even in our in our situation where we were like as kids, there was no way we could even afford it if we had the money, like order it internationally or whatever. And yeah, then, uh, kids, one one volume of Naruto was yeah thousands of rupees, and we First just can't all, afford it. Thousands. We weren't even exposed to it, so we didn't know about its existence, about what manga was. Yeah. So I think this exposed us to that. So it's still very important, but it's sad that it's leaving. And of course, things change. But yeah, yeah. We, we, Bru, what do you think? I, I think I think that such sites are very important because it mm-hmm. helps spread something that might have not gone to that area ever. Mm. Like yeah. I've seen people in my remote area of living, which I shall not name because of you stalkers. <laughs> but yeah. I've seen people walk around with anime t-shirts. And the only thing I do is I stop and I'm like, hey man, nice shirt. Mm. And they're usually like, hey, thank you. And I don't, I don't mean only men wear it. Mm-hmm. I just said, "Hey, man, let's gender, gender neutral." Anyway, I've seen, I've seen a lot of people. Can't hear you, bro. You can't hear me. I can, I can. Oh, okay. Okay. Ah, sorry. Yeah, I've seen, I've seen a lot of people wear anime shirts, mm-hmm. and I'm sure they're watching it illegally. There is no <laughs> way they're watching it legally. And no it's not, way, dude. It's not even like I. It's not even like I'm trying to insult anyone. There's just no possible mm-hmm. avenue to watch it legally. 
even he even downloaded the uh, jump plus app the official app yeah. from uh, jump and it's not caught up at all it's so it's so behind it's just and we just did that recently we just downloaded yeah, recently yeah really recently and and there is no way to actually keep up with updated manga quickly yeah and it never like we talked about it right the first japanese animation to officially release was tenki no ko yeah otherwise it doesn't release in india yeah. and remember we went to the first like comic con it was just in a small room remember yeah. in the south of mumbai and i was I, people came and told me i had a good cosplay when i made it on my own if you know anything about me i suck at art <laughs> Yeah, I made it. I made a Naruto cosplay where I had a plate on my face, a plate. Yeah, he was Toby. <laughs> it was a plate. <laughs> it was see, but the whole community we met there, right? The anime community. I think the Mumbai Anime Club. Yeah, we got into and everything. I think all of that. I think that happened because of pirated. Yeah, sites, I mean, we know? wouldn't have a community without. Yeah, pirated piracy manga. created that in such a niche place. So I think, like, we are talking about the. positives and negatives of like you know piracy like spreading and not but i think it's yeah we talked about how it's only like it's good thing said cuz you're getting more exposure and people like us are like discussing and talking no, about I can it give you and a influencing good, our lives yeah. i can give you a good example right now okay mm-hmm. you might not be able to see it guys but said an audi can see the figurines i have on my window yeah. right now yeah. <laughs> and the t-shirt i'm wearing is a pokemon t-shirt <laughs> it is and i have a poster of minato which i stole from said hanging right on my window mm-hmm. i am giving back to japan those were yeah. from japan those those figurines are from japan but i would have never been able to even realize that the world existed unless it actually unless i actually pirated it in the first place mm-hmm. so while exactly. i might have and it's not like i'm not going to buy when, when i get the money and if i get the opportunity i am going to buy one piece i am going to buy naruto i am going to buy yeah. maybe not haiku you know it's a disappointment but i'm going to buy all these different things i'm going to yeah. enjoy holding on to it so i can pass it on to people as well mm. so i don't think piracy is bad okay in this case i don't think piracy is bad for I us think, situationally yeah i yeah. don't think so yeah i think kiss I mean, anime and kiss manga were really valuable sources mm-hmm. another point is that they kept very old stuff that we can't find as easily yeah. i i watched samurai shampoo and uh, kaba bebop on that Yeah, exactly, and I think it's also it's also hard for our uh, newbie wee body to discover stuff. Even though there are other websites, but Kiss Anime was, you know, the website. The hmm. Yeah, I think the depth to which we have anime in India, like legally serialized yeah. or legally as a show, would be Kochi Kame, and that was about it. Like that was the one reference I could find in Bakuman was Kochi Kame that 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 I knew yeah, of. Yeah, that was legendary. But otherwise, we have shit like Doraemon, we have Shin Chan, and even those are in shitty Hindi dubs. Yeah, and once we like, like that was that was all I knew up until I realized yeah, I could just watch it in Japanese and I could read read the subtitles yeah. and it would keep the same keep the feel of the story as that that was that that was originally made, and I don't know like. It is kind of sad that. Did you say that the site was permanently taken down, or will it ever come back up again? Hopefully, they say permanently. Even on the website, it says it's permanently taken down. Then again, Kikast Torrent said it would come back, and it never did. So, yeah, hey, we did. don't use that site. What? What's, what? What's that, dude? Yeah, what's that? Imaginary things. Yeah, I know. Right, yeah. Sorry. What are anyway. torrents, dude? <laughs> <laughs> But it's, it's uh, yeah, basically it's important. I think it's important to culture. Like oh, yeah. we are talking about order and disorder, right? There always yeah. needs to be disorder, which is which balances yeah. it out. I mean, if if such mm. sites are being shut down, 
the least yeah. that can be done official methods have to be released to countries like ours where there is a fan following but we don't have the mm-hmm. ways to pay for it yeah mm-hmm. we don't ha- like netflix netflix actually netflix is doing good things by now. so much right yeah 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 when it first mm-hmm. came out indians just flooded to netflix mm-hmm. we loved it and people stopped by like most of the people i knew stopped pirating everything yeah. because now they were like we have ways to pay for it but manga and anime there is mm-hmm. just no way also if you think about it even the snacks that we buy are being technically illegally sold in india yeah. Uh, Japanese snack. We got Pocky, and that is actually is technically an illegal store. They don't. They are not supposed to be selling that, but we buy it from there. So everything <laughs> Japanese. Don't give out our sources. Yeah, <laughs> it's somehow illegal. But yeah, yeah, unfortunately, until I can start giving back to them in some way, I'll have. I would. I'm glad to do whatever I can, get it in whichever way I can because I know one day I am going to pay it back. Hmm. It. Yeah, that's really important. I think. but what can we do we have no control over this yeah and if we we'll still find a way there are other websites law enforcement and you're listening to this mm-hmm. yeah we're joking this is not true yeah anyway mm-hmm. so as we close this quite long episode of weeb 101 hope hopefully yep. we have longer episodes in the future but bakuman was just something <laughs> really special to us that's true we shall wind it down and uh, sit next time what do we have Next time we're talking about something very interesting, very popular. Uh, Full Metal Alchemist. Oh my God! We're gonna have nice. another yes. long, long episode. It's gonna be yeah. amazing. I'm excited for this one too. So, yeah. Be prepared for mm-hmm. our Full Metal Alchemist episode. That's gonna be three, four hours long, I guess. But yeah, yeah let's go. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. yeah. This is Bee Bono One, and I'm Brew. I'm Sid. And I'm Adi. Goodbye. See ya. Goodbye. Here comes the. Sayonara. <laughs> That was Audi, by the way. No, that wasn't me at all. <laughs> Anyways, okay. Cut. Three, two, one. Cut.